starting. Fill her up. You're starting. Sir, you got the green dot. Yeah. Digital network. You taking the center or am I taking the center? And green dot. Passover and Easter. We got Jesus chicken in the kitchen. He is risen. What's up? It's your boy, Thicky Smalls, Gerard Michaels in the house. And to my left, standing up after a long day of training post rehab, the comeback bus himself at six foot, maybe two and a half now, looking taller, three and a half almost. Six foot, three and a half, 200 pounds. Every one of them is a problem. The master of punks, the tamer of sages, the CEO of the RNC, the king of the ring himself, pretty, pretty. Mickey, what's happening, bro? Doing good, my brother. I was, I was there. I was there. I was ninety percent of the way there, and I flubbed the last part there. It's all good. How um, are you today, buddy? I'm, I'm pretty great. Hit it. You got a double sesh today, huh? Double sesh. Comeback bus. Basically a triple sesh. Actually. Triple sesh. Yeah, I worked out from eight to ten. Then I hit some pads for like twenty minutes with Dieter. Mm. And then I had PT. So I'm just like, yeah, my legs felt like they were gonna throw up in the first session. Like straight up, my legs wanted to vomit. Mm. Now that part of fighting, I can I can understand. I get that. What I've mean? been I've been there. Well, yeah, that's because that's it's strength and conditioning. Yeah that, yeah, that one, that one right there. Yeah, not a big fan of that. Yeah, I'd rather take a hundred leg kicks. You know what? I am a big fan of what Tuco on Tuco. Friday giving y'all gold. Tuco on Friday gave you guys a plus three seventy five off the rip. If yeah. you put $1,000 on Tuco's bet, you are today $3,750 richer. Mm. That's not bad. How right do you there. do overall, though? Because uh, you know me. I'm competitive. Yes. And I went 6-1. and one. Well, How did he do overall, Omri? I think he got everything right, except he said Izzy was going to win by decision. He won yep. by knockout. So. Yep. And, he, and and honestly, wait, are we just going off the clip? Wait, wait. I'm literally no, more. I'm literally more gonna. Picks, I, I know we picked some wrong. I'm going to go. Uh, he's Thank he you. gets two wrong for that one because he cost your boy a little bit of Scott all because he says, "Look, it's only ever gonna happen if Pereira is hit the knockout, and if it doesn't, it's gonna go decision to the Izzy." And I said, "Wow, that makes a lot of sense." So I go Pereira knockout, and I go and I hedge with with an Izzy decision, and then Izzy gets the knockout. Mm. Happens, bro. It's fighting. Yeah, and then we were supposed to go to eleven after our girl Nancy was begging us to go to eleven, but uh, we we were too tired. And bro, then did you I see the dog, absolute? I was about to go to sleep in the car. Did you when see... you went to Denny's? We had a great meet and greet, though. We had a great meet and greet. Meet and greet killed it. We went to Beat Culture, Beat Culture Brewery down in uh, Miami. Shout out to all the beautiful fans and friends that came along. So and many come, beautiful came women. Hang out. Yeah. And you got no, Chris Dosiagos, our boy, the Spartan, was there. Michael Johnson was there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, there was a couple other guys. Impa was there. Impa, Impa came late. Impa was there after uh, coming Impa off of two Kisagany, wins. Impa yep. I think that's how I say. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Great I just guy. Impa. Love Impa. Great guy. Yeah. Impa's another example. And Jason, too, right? Jason Jackson was yep. there, the ass-kicking machine. But Impa's one of the perfect examples of uh, the biggest killers have the biggest hearts. Such a, he's, a, he's a very... Sweet, you know, religious, God-fearing uh, man. That's right. And a fucking beast, bro. Yep, yep. He started fighting at 170. He's fighting at 205 now for PFL. Wow. And beating everybody's ass. Well, we've talked about that. One man. of the I strongest, mean, like most athletic dudes. In well, the that, it, you know, it's, if you're able to be strong and, and fast, sometimes I think the weight, the weight cut, and this is just me theorizing. You just hate the idea of losing weight. God, I do. 
Yeah, shout drink, out, shout out your, to Jesus Chicken. Eat your Chick Fil A over there. I think it's no better to be. Out. I think it's better to be fast and full. Than it, I think some guys suck themselves way too far out, man. I mean, that could be. I mean, obviously Izzy's right hand is the reason why, but that could be part of the reason why Pereira. He looks smaller, dude. You know what I mean? If, if it is, he's, he he's over to hydrate. It's all, but it's all. Uh, you know, it's a difficult mixture to figure mm-hmm. out. You know what I mean? It's like could be a little this, could be a little that. Mm-hmm. How did, so? How are you feeling in your uh, in your rehab now? What are you about? Fucking awesome! You're about four months about four months in here post surgery. Uh, January on the twenty second, it'll yeah. be four months. Four months. So only two more to go, and then that's and then it's a wrap. Mm. When do you get back to the actual match? So pads. This is second week of pads. Yeah, hitting the little pads. Uh, probably another month or two before I'm like, you know, wrestling hard and. Doing jujitsu and stuff. Mm. I hope people don't mind this being a food cast. <laughs> well, I got a feeling that the only person they're going to yell at is me. Yeah, so, probably. That's all good. Well, look, I'm yeah, I'm a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. I came for, straight from the gym. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know what you've been doing all day. Not professional athlete stuff. No. Yeah. You haven't been professional athleting. No, no. I've been sending out of veils and doing torturous crap uh-huh. in the morning. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that's horrible stuff. Hey, uh, Skankfest was uh, announced. What's that? We're not on it, man. What do you mean? We're not on it. What do you mean we're not on? on? Skankfest, the the gas digital festival here. Well, I'm sure that'll change. <laughs> Omri, what happened here? Did, 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 were we supposed to submit something that didn't get submitted? Is there some way we can uh, blame this on you and and not our lack of clout? First of all, you can always blame it on me. One thing I will say is that. Mickey will always be welcome in the Gas Digital Boxing Championship that takes place every year at Skankfest. Mm. So, you want to be the Ellis Mania champion, Mick? Nah. <laughs> no. 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 I, I so, wait. Only... What, what ha- so, I've uh, I've never been to Skankfest. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to go a few times. Yeah, we got the invite but, the day before it started last year. You guys should come right. to Vegas. But, yeah, cool but text. even in the past when it was in New York... And I was in Jersey. Um, they had invited me to go a bunch. And I, I was going to go, but, like, shit always happened. Yeah. But I think it's, it's got to be. Now they're in Vegas. Yeah. It's got to la- be a good I heard time. last year was unbelievable. It's got to be a good time. Yeah, really good. The, it, and it's an insane, insane lineup that they've already announced. Anyone in the chat been to Skankfest? Got to be, right? Got to be. It's the whole point. Oh, they've, they've a lot of them been to Skankfest. We were talking about buying tickets before you uh, went live. What's your favorite part of Skankfest, Omri? I have not been. I was only aware of Skankfest for the last year, and in that year, I was not allowed to get on a plane because of my immigration status. You got to remember, Aubrey is living in a van doing stand-up comedy, going across the American uh, Northwest that. right now. So um, he's already broken his mother's heart. His, his mom and dad live in Tel Aviv. They they duck Palestinian missiles every. They just night. saw. It. They were here to see him. Yeah, for, trying uh, to be, trying to beg him to leave the shiksas alone. Yeah. Right, and come home and and take up the family trade of is it lawyer doctor or, or accountant which one which one do we do over there Omri? Oh, all three at the same time. That's, wow, I knew it. Land, land of Jews, G. Yeah, yeah. They, a, law, they, a law accountant, MD. Yeah, they only they only take off from their law accountant, MD business uh, long enough to run a record label. Hey, whatever works, you know. Hey, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking Dude. speaking of people from the promised land, he has risen. This is the day after uh, Jesus uh, came down off the cross. Uh, congrats to everybody no. who, who celebrated that. This is when um, he came out of the cave. Came out of the cave to find the Easter eggs. Is that how that goes? Yeah, he moved a big rock, and then there was little rock. I got to tell you, Jesus chicken, 
through the roof. Yeah. Best chicken. It's such good chicken. This Anthem beef, beef jerky is pretty good. Yeah. Shout out to Jesus Chicken. Big, big fan. Not a big fan of the Dalai Lama asking that young boy to suck on his tongue. Did you yeah, see that? I saw, no. I saw in the notes that you wrote something about that. Yeah. Can we pull that up real quick, Christian? Can we pull that up? So the hey, Dalai, Why is he telling a kid to suck on his tongue? So, uh, I don't know, because Scrappy hasn't found him yet. Um, the Dalai Scrappy, Lama. Scrappy, Ryan. Yep. Uh, uh, five, a, was it 561 PC? That's right. He has Get a young boy it. sitting on his lap. And it's Already a little sus. Smiling with the young boy, you know? If you're not Santa, don't have little boys on your lap mostly, you know? Maybe. No. Is, is there a video I could pull up? Yeah, it's like all over the internet. It's the number one trending thing. It's fine. No big deal. <laughs> um, well, I'll just try to describe it for our people listening at home. Take, that take don't smaller like, bites. That don't like the ASMR <laughs> of me chewing. Um, the Dalai Lama kisses this boy right on the lips. Big smile. The boy's like, wait, what's what's going on here? And then the Dalai Lama. Did you kiss your family on the lips? No, it was up? always weird. My, I had one. I had a grandpa that liked to do it, and I was like, no, don't do it. No, I, 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 I do like the little turn at the end. Yeah, um... Our family, my family did that for a while, like even like with our aunts, our cousins, whatever. And then you get to a point where you're like old enough where you're like, ah, do the cheek. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't, re- it's not anything that's discussed. It's just something that organically happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. You know, around the time when you're like, like eight and you start kissing girls. You and your boys ever kiss on the cheek? Um, no. No? No. No. You got a story about that? No, I'm just wondering. Quiet. I, no, no, I feel I, like you did, and since I said no, you're like, oh, no, me neither. Nah, nah, I would, I would, no, I nah. never kissed my friend. so gay. Right? Uh, no, I would never do that. Sounds um, gay. I'm yeah. in. But if you do it twice, it's not gay. It's like first first kiss on the cheek, gay. Second kiss, European. Classy. Yeah. Cheek to cheek. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You ever try to sneak, I don't make the You ever rules. try to, like, sneak the kiss? You know, like where, you know, she goes to kiss you on the, on the cheek, but then you get the little turn. No, dude, that's rape, and I would never stand for that. Kind of probably is by today's standards, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Probably totally rape. It's probably. definitely rape by college standards, for sure. So the Dalai Lama wanted a boy to suck on his Literally, tongue. asked the kid to suck on his tongue. Would you suck Why, on his Why, did he tongue? have healing powers or something? Uh, maybe. Well, you know what? That's a good point. We haven't seen the whole clip. Maybe, maybe there was a second part of that. It was like, maybe suck on my tongue and I'll cure cancer. So maybe it wasn't all bad after all. Had a boy. Yeah. Optimism. Which brings me to our next thing, Mick. Gratitude. What are, gratitude. What are, what are three things that you're grateful for? Mm. Well, one of my gratitudes might be a little dependent. I was going to be really grateful we talk about the Iliad before talking about uh, all the, uh, no. the Budweiser. and no. uh, that's nope. So that, that's not being gra- I'd be grateful if you swallowed. Yeah, you know what? I, de- I think I decided that... I'm going to allow you to go first because I want to eat more. Oh, okay. You know? Yep. Rather than you trying to kibosh my, uh, what I'm excited about talking about. Sure. Iliad's a great story, and there's a lot of We're lessons to be learned to about Iliad that. And the Odyssey. We're going to get to both of them. But first, right. topical stuff. And you want to talk about Bud Light? Bud Light. What else? Well, there was a big shooting today we should probably talk about. There was, there uh, was? another shooting today while you were off. Who got shot? Uh, a, a bank employee shot up his bank. Is that correct, guys? Am I correct in that? Uh, a cop uh, died in pursuit of him. I believe. Did last I get night. away? No, the, he was he was killed in the shootout. I they never get away at the. Uh, well, that's what they'd have you believe, right? That they never get away. Yeah. You you think it's uh, bullshit? No, I think oftentimes they don't get away. The Vegas one's a little iffy uh, when you really start digging into that because there's so much nonsense behind that story it's like crazy the vegas shooters 
wild when if you really want to get into conspiracy holes and stuff, the mega shooter like nothing adds up to it at all. Really? Yeah. Um, this one was uh, in Kentucky, yeah, that he but this killed, was in Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, Louisville. He killed uh, five people. Yep. Right outside I the baseball not, stadium. I am not hearing uh, anything about a cop, but I'm going to read into this. But he yeah. killed at least five people uh, as of an hour ago. So this is what always happens. What will happen next is as of an will, hour ago. But and he, but he was killed. Yes, he was killed. All right. Um, and then now we're going to get our uh, our gun friends, our gun frenzy online. Got to take all the guns. No, we need we need more guns. No, we don't. Blah 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 blah. And it, and on and on and on it goes. What's uh, your answer to that? What do you mean? Well, uh, what do I mean is, do you which side do you fall on of that? Because I believe that a good person with a gun kills a bad guy with a gun. Yep. And since we can't go back and get rid of all the guns, like I'd like so much. You would like, you would actually like if we got rid and of there's guns. zero guns, like, like the government doesn't have guns. The, yeah. the military doesn't have guns. Yep. Nobody like, yeah. Do you yeah. think you would like that? Because that would then put you at a much stronger position than everybody else as a bigger, stronger, more tactically apt person than almost anybody walking the planet. Perhaps that, that has something to do with it, but also like, you know, any like, like a, a, any, you know, nerd could squeeze a button and yep. make a person die. Correct. Yeah. I, I think that that's a good thing for society. Overall. You think that's a good thing? I do. I do. Uh, I, you know, nobody wants to hear it at no. times of tragedy, and it sounds callous, but I, I think that part of the reason that, you know, we have nuclear weapons now. We have weapons that can kill everybody from any inch of the planet by pressing a button, drones. And if those nuclear weapons go off... Uh, and we have like a total like all out war that's going to go back to no weapons. Maybe all the weapons will be destroyed. That's the uh, that's the Albert Einstein quote. I know not weapons. Uh, world War Three will be fought with, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Yeah, uh, perhaps that's interesting. He also said, uh, "The more I learn, the less I know." True, it's perspective. But think about he also we- said, "Let me fuck my hot cousin real quick." She was not hot, so he definitely did not say that. He was pretty much like, I'm so busy with this whole, uh, philo- you know, this whole philosophizing the universe through numbers thing. Like, I'll let my The cousin more I learn, the less I know is a good one. Top me off. Because everybody else, so many people pretend like they, like, know shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, but a lot of people do know stuff. I think nah, really. I don't know. I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm not convinced. So you're. What do you mean no? How, how, what do you mean No. I think a lot of people do know things, but then the more you know, you realize the like it's not like he didn't. The more say, you learn, the less you actually do know. That you think you know until you actually learn more, and then you actually don't know. No, it means that he learns more, but then he realizes there's so much more out there that he doesn't know anything about. It doesn't mean that he learns any less. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying what you just said. Yeah. So it's not like so it's not a bad thing to learn in that regard. It's not like yeah, you, but it, but. You people with like super strong convictions are often, I think, either like they're they're it's like they're pretending, like they're pseudo intellectuals rather than like people who actually do like hard like like the more like the more you actually learn about a subject, the more you'll realize that you actually don't know. Maybe, um, but I think the more you learn about a subject, the more you know about that subject, and then you know. I, I think we're we're crossing over between knowledge and humility. He was making a statement about humility. He's like, you know, the smarter I get, the more the more I realize I don't know everything. Yeah. So it's really not about knowledge. It's about I don't humility. think it's about humility. I think it's about 
seeing the like how uh, like expansive and how big the like issues and things are that you know you're you're actually you're you're just less people are less like profound than they than they actually like act like they are. Maybe I, I think that that in today's in today's world, I tend to agree with you that you know people do everything for a sound clip or they do something for a cool tweet or for a retweet or something like that. And it's very superficial. People seem to like, seem like they have a lot of superficial knowledge about things and then they, there's not any depth to it. They'll, they'll hear somebody that they believe is smart and then they'll regurgitate their perspective to kind of like clout harvest in that regard. I do agree with you, mm. but I, I also think that we have access to more information now than ever. Like right. there's, there, there's no reason not to be knowledgeable on a subject. You'd have to be. But the more you explore lazy. a subject, they're gonna. Uh, I think there's more. You you'll see that you're deficient in that you that you lack. You know what I mean? That's what that's what the that's what the quote means. I see. I read it differently. Okay. I read it differently. I, I think that you know the point he's trying to make is is that the more I learn about this X, you know, the more I realize I, there there's so much out there in the world to know about that I don't know anything about. Mm. Like the more I learn about, you know, radioactive tendencies, the less I, the more I realize like, man, I know nothing about fucking how to play a guitar. I know nothing about it. Like, so people may think I'm smart because I'm smart in one subject. They're like, wow, right. you're Specialized. so smart. Specialized. Correct. But you yeah. know, my car breaks down. There's nothing I can do. I, I, I am, I have no mechanical inclination whatsoever. Right, so like, who's really smart here? Like, and I think that that's a societal thing, right? Like, you look at the mechanic as somebody who's not so smart, but then, you know, anything happens in your house. We talked about the plumber, the electrician, the tradesperson over the last fifty years, because of you know the the college industrial complex, let's call it the education system pushing education above all else. People that take those jobs are seen as somehow, you know, uh, lesser, less than in many, you know, intellectual circles. Yeah. I, they are, you know, and that, I don't even really think that's debatable. There was just that, that woman, the teacher that went to her uh, school board uh, in Georgia lamenting that they were listening to parents. They were like, I, why are we even listening to parents? I have a PhD in education. Why should I listen to any parent? Oddly enough, she didn't have kids. So yeah, but that person's a fucking idiot. That person's way dumber than any plumber or whatever the fuck else look. Job that you want to say is, you know, I, I yeah, I think the way you said it before is probably dead on. She specialized, right? Yeah, like she specialized, and that's but for speci- her to make that statement proves she's a fucking idiot. You don't think it? Why has are to- we listening to people? The fuck is she talking about? Yeah, do you think she knows the well, way? It's, a, it's elitism. It's she's. The, the same thing I was saying before. There, she thinks she's super smart, but there's you know. this idea of elitism and. Um, what what credentialism is a big word being thrown around now? Like you know, especially yeah, I get with the it. Whole, you go to school, and you're within that box your whole life, and then you get, you know, degrees, and they think degrees equal actual worldly knowledge. It doesn't doesn't equate. No, but they want the respect of someone who has gained that worldly knowledge. Well, I won't give it. <laughs> Not getting it from me. I know you won't, but everybody else seems to be giving it. All right. Speaking of worldly respect, uh, Devin Mulvaney. What's her name? Dylan Mulvaney, right? Uh, Devin Moultrie? Devin Moultrie, our boy. Shout out. Dylan has been a woman for, I think, a little less than a year. Now she's the cover girl for uh, Bud Light. Olay. So Olay. uh, 
Yeah, Facial she's getting creams? some paper, huh? She's getting paid. And uh Coors Light is in on it now and and Jack Daniels as well. They're they're all they're all in on the uh the ESG money. How much money would it take you to cut your dick off? Uh probably not there's probably not enough money in the world for me to <laughs> mutilate myself. Yeah. Uh imagine but, how focused you'd be on other shit though. Be super focused. That'd be like right. the Seinfeld episode. What's that? I don't Seinf- watch Seinfeld. Master of my domain. Where they stop, uh, they stop having sex and they stop masturbating, and they see what happens to him. And uh, George turns into the smartest guy on earth. He's the he turned, you know, Elaine just becomes frazzled. Jerry turns into Kramer, and and uh, Kramer doesn't was last. Elaine a day. get fucked a lot. Oh yeah, that was like that was a big thing for the '90s. She was a hua. She was very, you know, but by today's standards, she wasn't, you know. But by then, she was like very promiscuous woman she was yeah. a, a woman of the 90s you know her and friends and that kind of like uh sexual empowerment thing but uh what are your thoughts on oh well, actually i got something on that so what do you think about this um like let's say a chick was like a, like a real like a, a hua as you like to say like a really horny chick yep and she goes over and like she like smashes you yep. and then she like goes to like christians and like smashes him yep what if she, they just like ran up like five? It's not like they're not like dudes where once we empty the the tank, you know what I mean? Yep. We need time to to rehydrate. Re, you know what I mean? No, matter of fact, you're I'd shaking pro- your head over there. Matter of fact, I'd probably I'd probably just get her warmed up for Christian. To be honest with you. So yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. The, is well, that'll be the number one thing. You're, I'm you're shaking for. your. You seem like you're shaking your head. Yes. Now you seem like you're not making eye contact with me, Julie. Are oh, you talking to me? Yeah, you were because oh, when I first started, you seemed like you were like, is that happening? Are girls again. doing that? Ask again. Um, are girls like going like to go like hook up with one guy, have sex, and then go immediately go somewhere else to go have sex again, and then do it again? If the sex was really bad. Really? So only if it's bad. I mean, I I don't well, do that. But if the sex was really bad, I mean, I mean, I would never do what that. What if they just had like a big appetite? The sex was bad. You know what I mean? I mean, I, it depends. Like, is this a guy they've had sex with before? Is it a, the first time? I don't know. I'm asking you. I mean, I don't do those things. It's Be one, your friends? You have friends who do that? I mean, I, I'm sure I do. I'm, I'm 37. It's a little different up here. But you should, what do you mean up when here? When I was 22, things were different. Like, you do, there'd be more yeah, of that going been, on? It would, I was more active okay. in that regard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I wonder. I got, a, I got a feeling. If one of you guys fucks a chick, I don't want nothing to do with her. <laughs> Why is that? That's <laughs> just how I am. Here, no, man, I, I, I'd go after Mickey to try and absorb some of his nutrients. <laughs> Smart move. It's absolutely grotesque. That's a grotesque. I support thing. it. Um, yeah. Right. yeah. Thank you for the compliment. <laughs> All right. Um, absorb some of the nutrients. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Say no more. Yeah. Which reminds me, uh, Christina Aguilera says that she's a uh, team swallow. So that's big news over the weekend. Well, that's good for you. That's what she said. Yeah, it's good for Actually, you. in a literal term, that's what she said. Not in a joke. In a literal yeah. way, she said that. Yeah. Well, I, I was watching this clip on uh, Instagram, and this chick was, like, talking about how she, like, went and go, cheated on her boyfriend. Yep. And, like, like, smashed some dude out in the car and then went home, and her boyfriend woke up, and he, like, ate her out. And was Ooh, like, oh, you taste so good. I was clip. like, oh, you taste so I good. I saw that she clip. she was fucking laughing at him. Yeah. That's what kind of got, got me thinking about it. Yeah. I saw that clip, and I, I, I got... Angry with every girl I knew yeah. just by watching that clip. I was like, you're all a bunch of hoos. Yeah. Well, yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm grateful for um, 
<laughs> women who swallow whores I'm grateful for both of them i'm grateful for the uh for the the hypothetical that you just gave out that i go first not christian that that i am grateful for yeah you're welcome i i, I don't think um and wait christian question so if uh g hooked up with a girl and then like you know, like a few months later, you know, she sh- has taken several showers and has brushed her teeth a bunch of times. You still, she's, she's, she's <clears> done? Off, off limits. Same yeah. with you, though. Out it's of not, the rotation? It's not just him. It's, ever, it's just, Any just of your guy is that a, is that a yeah. broke, is that a bro code thing or? No, it's just because I'm weird. Us? No. Right. Well, you are, it's that. just a weird I, thing. I get it. Yeah, yeah it's I a mean, weird you know, thing. He is vegan. It's like you put your mark, yeah, that too. So you put your mark on them. To me, it's like, you know. Doesn't matter how many showers, buddy. You're you're, you're <laughs> running low on women. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're, you're running low on options. Not not too many virgins left for you, buddy. Just for people I know. Okay. So yeah. She could have fucked some other dude that you didn't ever right, met. That's fine. <laughs> I do like that. I like how older women get mad when guys are attracted to like. Girls in their early twenties are like, "What do you even see in her?" And I'm like, uh, "Less dick, about two hundred less dicks." <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, does anybody look at a car and go, "Oh man, I bet you that car is going to be fucking super sick once it reaches a hundred thousand miles." Can't wait to settle down with that. No, good point. You, you want a new car off the lot? Don't try. Right. Don't 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 gaslight me. You know exactly what we see in them. We see in them everything that you hate about them. That's why you go out of your way to ruin their day when you're their boss. Oh, you sound like your hero, Andrew Tate, right now. Do I really? Yeah, I think he's. He said people should. The girls have to put Haram. their number on their on their forehead. Every really? Guy, like a, yeah, if every guy they fuck, they should have to have that there, so everyone else could know. And then they're uh, they'd be more virtuous. They wouldn't be doing three guys in a in a night. Huh. I don't know if that's true. I think eventually you get to a point where, you know. There's a certain number I think every guy's like ill gross, and then after that you just it's gonna be like Pokemon, try to catch them all. You know now now there'll be some guys being into being like the one. Yeah, there would be guy. some guys who'd be like, oh man, look at she's easy. She's got like a million checks. Different on strokes her head. for different folks, man. I, I never really understood the concept of the train. You know, there's a couple guys I played high school football with. They were like really in on training girls, and I'm like, who who gets to, who has to be the last person on that thing? I don't really like like personal training. Yes, like personal training. They're very into fitness. Very personal. Very, very personal. Very into fitness. Sometimes, you know, some girls got to work upper body, lower body, hands. You know, some, sometimes they take three, four personal trainers at once. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's to each their own. I try not judging, but at the same time, like that one right there, Christian, that, that, that might be an off-limits one for me right there. Like, you know, if somebody's... If you know a girl's been through a train? Oh, yeah. That's going to be a that's gonna be a no. Be a hard no for you? That's going to be a hard no. That's going to be a hard no. I listened to most of the John Stewart thing as we walk as I drove over here, but yeah. the fucking video kept uh, doing that twirly wheel thing. Oh, really? Yeah, real pain in the fucking ass. <clears throat> the John Stewart that you're talking about, where he was uh, speaking with um, the uh, woman from the Department of Defense, right? The, yeah. I believe our Defense Secretary, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, that was incredible to me. I mean, she did everything but say let them eat cake. She was very like would laugh off like everything she said. Like it was very like. Uh, yeah. What's what's that word? Like condescending. Kind so of. condescending. And to yeah. me, it was so revealing, too, about, like, the media culture that we have right now where she kept giving him the side eye and those little, like, Kamala Harris laughs. Like, <laughs> what's going on, John? We're on the same team here. Yeah, I wasn't doing? able to pick up on that. But oh, I got I got I, I was driving, so I didn't, couldn't watch too much. Yeah. Uh, so for people that don't know, John Stewart sat down, had a conversation about I'll our— I'll tell you, he asked out my aunt. He asked out my aunt Colleen, John Stewart, back at uh, Trenton State. No. I can do. You're all my mater. 
Yeah, TCNJ, yeah. back when he was John Leibowitz. Yeah. Did she go on a date with him? She didn't. She thought he was a nerd. Oh, okay. Do you think she laments that now? No, nah, Uncle Ray is dope. <laughs> okay. Uncle Ray not, is uh, is dope. But, uh, you know, we like Jon Stewart, too. You like Jon Stewart? I, I like him. I do like Jon Stewart. I liked him in Big Daddy. <laughs> I, I liked him on The Daily Show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But Big Daddy, he was More of a also. Big Daddy guy, if you ask me, <laughs> but whatever. So for people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, do you have the clip uh, queued up, Christian? Why don't we play the clip? The whole clip? No. I don't know if I have audio, though. Oh, well, then let's not worry about that, then. Let's so just give us a synopsis. So our uh, Department of Defense uh, got a raise of $50 billion in the budget, eight, up to $850 billion budget. Score. Big time. Um, and the first thing they did was fail an audit. Then they don't know where the money is or where it went to. Now, John Stewart is talking to her about that, and she's, like, trying to get him, as all lawyers do, on semantics. Like, no, no, that's not what an audit is. That's not right, what right, audit right. Means. I, I heard that part where it's like, no, that, there's a difference between waste and audit. Correct, and, and he yeah. said it's wasteful, it's corruption. Uh, and she says, no, no, let's not throw those words in there. And then and he walks it back for a second and says, I'm not saying you're corrupt. I'm just saying some yeah, people not could you say. This. And she's like, oh, I assure you, I, 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 I yeah. do not. Um, and he says, well, what would you say to the people who say, which is a brilliant uh, debate technique of making someone answer a question that's from you without it having being right, from being you. from the people who yeah. say. Yeah, what would you say to the – I agree with you, but what would you say to the people who say uh, that if you have $850 billion and the lowest levels of your army, your armed forces are on food stamps, that this is corruption and greed? Mm. It's a great question. Not only can they not tell you where all the money went or is going to, but the bottom 20% of our armed forces, people that are both active and no longer active military, live below the poverty line. Which, which is, is fucking crazy. Yes. And speaking of which, um, you said there's a good chance of, if this shit continues, there being a draft instituted because of our military numbers have been very low. We've been under the... The goal each sure. year. So that, that's that's um that what that'd be a good incentive. How about make sure these guys aren't on fucking poverty? Well, here's the thing. Um and Lindsey Graham, Republican Lindsey Graham, just came out and said it fucking this morning. Um that we should start counter military measures. China's been running military measures in the well, you know, in the in the South China Sea over Taiwan, just flexing on them. So I'll try to do this in a minute or less. In the Ukraine it's a stalemate right now. We've sent as much money as we possibly can over there. We have to win. We have, they have to win that just for America even to get a dime back over the next 50 years. The idea of us sending these billions of dollars over there is a lend-lease program. So after, you know, America wins, then they get all the, the resources and they get, you know, after money. Ukraine wins. Yeah, sure. Then America wins. If, if America wins in the Ukraine proxy war, they'll get the money back plus some over the next 50 to 100 years. If... Russia wins, and or if there's a coup in the Ukraine and Zelensky's out and they sue for peace, America's not going to get shit. Mm. going to get nothing. So America is not going to – you're not going to make that sort of financial investment and then not go back it up. You're not going to go send your, your foot soldiers out there. So there's a very high likelihood over the next three years that there will be boots on the ground in Ukraine. All right? Yeah. If that happens, 
China, being as intelligent as they are, is going to realize that America now for five years, and they're not going to hit it this year, and they're not going to hit it next year. So that would be seven straight years American military recruitment did not hit their projected numbers. All right, And that's even after they've lowered their standards. So we have dumber people, less apt people, physically and mentally, less acuity in our military than ever before. And we're still not able to hit our numbers. Mm. Okay? So if we send people to one front in the Ukraine, China is immediately going to press Pakistan, they're going to press North Korea, and they're going to press Taiwan. Because they know that we can't physically defend those areas as well. Now, there's a whole other argument to be made. Why the fuck we're in any of these places to begin with, which is the argument I would make. George Washington would make the same argument. Correct. Ron Paul's been making this argument since the fucking 70s. Crazy. If we go to the world police, that's the thing. That was a movie. That's the thing. America. Fuck yeah. Coming through to save the motherfucking day. Yeah. So if China presses into Taiwan and we've already pledged to defend Taiwan and defend democracy and we don't have enough people, guess what happens next, people? You go. What happened when we didn't have enough people in for for Vietnam after Korea, after World War II? Granddad went. What did they do? Christian? War. Don't know? Omri? We're an American? It's the draft. It's the draft, ladies and gentlemen. It's the draft. It's the selective service. Now, featuring your daughters as well as sons. Congratulations, equality. So the first person. uh, uh, Gee, why wouldn't they just use drones, though? Why would they have to send people there? There's not enough drones in the world, man. Like, this isn't Terminator T2. They don't have, they don't, you better get start get cranking on them drones. Yeah, man. Listen, there, there's a lot that you can do. There's a lot that you can do from behind a computer desk. They, you know, there, there's a reason why you can't, you know. Now, what they're going to try to do is they're going to make NATO get involved. But BRICS is starting to really form. I mean, Mexico wants in on BRICS. This is like crazy geopolitical stuff. If you want to learn more about it, hit me up, and I'll talk about it on like an Instagram Live or something like that because this will take a whole hour talking about this shit. But there's, let me put it this way. There is a far higher than 0% chance that your children, your daughters or your sons, your brother and your sister may be sent against their will to either the front of Crimea or Taiwan within the next four years. What would you say that chance is? You said greater than zero. What would your uh, assessment be? My honest, pessimistic view on on the world? Your honest one. I don't know that America as we know it today exists post-2024. I think that they're trying desperately to sprint, to splinter it. I think they're trying to weaken the dollar. I think they want the states. Well, all to this splinter. problem with BRICS and with you know Russia and China. Yeah. If the other if the other guy got in the White House, Trump. Sure. This wouldn't be a thing, right? If he had stayed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, if he had, if he had, uh, if Jorge Masvidal's favorite president had gotten reelected, no, this would not be happening. That that we can pretty much say to a one hundred percent degree. So what happens if, uh, like, let's say he wins the next one? I can't see him winning. Why? I can't see them allowing him back. But what if he cheats better than they cheat? Well, then they'll they'll claim he's a. Ch- I can't see them going forward with the union with Donald Trump as president. You got a CIA that he would hollow out. You got an FBI that he would hollow out. 
you have everybody in in the Democratic side of the House that he would have a vendetta he would have a vendetta against, and he has no Van Dam vendetta Van Dam vendetta against, and he has no. He, he has no restraint because he, he there's no re-election for him. He can do whatever he wants over four years, and everything would be a fight at every turn. I just can't see a world where the quote-unquote deep state allows this guy that power. Mm. And if he does get in, well, then you have, you're going to have start. I guarantee you you're going to have serious talks about California seceding from the union or a soft secession or a divorce where we're What's just not going to. soft gonna, secession mean? Soft secession is I'm just not listening to anything you say. We're not sending okay. you the taxes. We're not doing your laws. We're not. We, it's a soft secession. Now, who's a, if, if not uh, Trump, then who's a potential uh, candidate to turn things around or make things be for the best? Well, some people would argue DeSantis. Thank you for burping directly. Into the I microphone. did it right into the mic. Yep. I thought it was going to be more dead air, so I thought that'd be better. <laughs> some would say DeSantis. Um, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I don't think a lot of people are going to be okay with. They're going to have to drum up some sort of public approval. They're going to have to fake some sort of. Uh, China is going to have to blow up somewhere in Florida or something like that. China blow, you know, Chinese Whoa, terrorists easy. blow up Disneyland or something like that. They're, they're going to have to do something to get people to want to fight. Because mm. right now, I mean, if you're 33 and they send you to the Ukraine, you're going. That's in two years. Yep. I probably wouldn't want to go to the Ukraine. You don't get the choose. Yeah, well, then what are you asking me for? I'm saying you either get to be a you either get to. So is, are you saying yes or no? You either get to be a you you're either a felon or you go. Right. So you're going to jail. Um. You doing the Muhammad Ali? Probably. I don't think I. Yeah, I don't that it doesn't. Uh, you know, I would ha- again. I'd I'd have to ex ex. I'd have to see any some sort of justification, but I don't see how. Spending our lives and money over there is good for us. Mm-hmm. You know? What about you, Christian? Your country calls. Your country calls you. No shot. No shot. No yeah. shot. So that's the thing, right? So now, what does that mean for the country? If the country can't what call if, its... All right, so what if what if we have... We for sure Russia went and did some, some damage to us. Why would they do it? It, it would be complete bullshit. Why would they it do would, it? Yeah, you're saying... So you're already skeptical of this... Uh, pretend news that I just came up. What, whatever's going to happen would make no sense whatsoever. Would make no sense for them to do it. Doesn't make sense for us to be over there anyway. That's what I'm saying. So why Russia? They they have people here. They know what the news is. They take the temperature every day. They've got spies here. They know the people are are are. Twenty five percent of the country right now trusts the media. Twenty five percent. One in four. Less than that. Congress has a six percent approval rating. Last I checked, it might be up to eight percent. What they do to so pre- Ru- bump so, that up? So Russia and China are going to get together and be like, "Oh, let's get these people. Let's give these people a common enemy." Yeah, yeah. that's what you let's that's let's what get got, these people they, riled up against us. Yeah, they got they, enough internal problems. They so. just got to wait. And the best thing about Russia and China is there's no elections over there. It's not like this guy has to beat us in four years. So Putin's just the man forever. He's been the man forever. He's going to be the man till he dies. Same thing with Xi. He ain't there going nowhere. Other guys, there was other guys in uh, Russia. Since Putin decided to I take over, no, I don't, I, I don't, I, I just know there was a Gorbachev when back with Nixon and shit. Like <laughs> back so before how long you were he, born, how long did he was he in there? Gorbachev was Reagan. Okay, and uh, then who was next? 
Gorbachev was the last one. Mikhail Gorbachev started Perestroika and ended the uh, USSR. Okay. So and then uh, uh, after him was that? the first president of R- the Russian Federation, who I believe was Boris Yeltsin. Tell me if I'm wrong on this, Omri. I believe it was Boris Yeltsin. And then after Boris Yeltsin, it was Putin, who was Yeltsin's handpicked guy. And then he, was he like Caesar, like he didn't want to give up power? He just was like, nah, I'm Putin. just a man for life? Yeah. yeah. And Putin's been that way forever, man. Putin, you know, Putin's KGB through and through. I mean, he was he was the, their guy. He was their hitman. He was their Michael Corleone. So this idea of like, you know, he wants the USSR back. This is him like making things right. With what happened, mm. you know, so it's very interesting times ahead, man. Very, very sounds interesting like times shitty ahead. times ahead. If well, you it's ask very, me. it's very interesting, and it ties all into the trans movement. I know that this sounds crazy to people. It sounds like craziness, but this is coming from overseas. It's coming from this thing called ESG, environmental social governance. These massive corporations are not going to have access to finances. They're not going to have access to money unless they engage in these kind of counterproductive. Uh, divide and conquer tactics that are it's really a Trojan horse for communism under the the veil of social social justice it's social equity it's this and that and and it's you know now it's you either uh you know like communism or you hate gay people for in 2020 it was you like communism or you hated black people now you know it, it's very very obvious to people that are like aware of what's happening to people that have studied this it's so it's such obvious bolshevism but it's working and speaking of the trojan horse You've been reading up on the Iliad and the Odyssey, is that correct? Uh, yeah. Um, so, so you touched on all these uh, adequately, you think? You think you – did we hit enough of the Dalai Lama? Or we just wanted people to go look at it and make their own judgments on the tongue sucking? Well, the idea was to get to topical stuff so we can get some clips out of it, but we kind of sped through them, so let's get yeah, to the Yeah, we did Iliad speed. And, the and then, uh, the mass shooting, they they got that guy, took him down, he, got, he capped five people. Yep. And then uh, – the Bud Light controversy, I feel like you barely touched. That's the, uh, that was you were saying with uh, Dylan something who, uh, I think I distracted you by talk, asking you how much it took to cut your dick off. But uh, you, uh, so they're the face of Olay and the face of Budweiser or Bud Light. And now why, why is Kid Rock and all these people buying Budweiser's and shooting them? Because there's, there's, we've created an outrage economy. And, you know, it's about the media. Remember why I was pissed off one day? And you were like, what, what are you pissed off about this for? It was right after the Super Bowl ended. And um, ESPN immediately went to uh, talking about, you know, how the NFL is racist. And there's not enough coaches that are that are of color and this and that. And I'm like, you know, it's just so obvious to me that they go to that well because they don't have any other sports to talk about. Nobody cares about end of the season NHL. Nobody cares about end of the season NBA. There's no baseball. We're a month away from March Madness, and now there's no football. ESPN has no reason to exist for so the month of February. Pull that race card. Boom, immediately. Yeah. And they get the internet screaming at each other, head to head, and you're sitting over here going, there's not enough black coaches, this is bullshit. And then the other side has to go, there's no black cornerbacks. Does anybody give a shit about white that? Yeah, there's no white running backs. How come yeah. there's no there's no equity there? How come yeah. you know, so now the two sides are yelling at each other. And meantime, ESPN is just going caking. Caking. Their videos are getting views. It's blood money. Right? DMZ ESPN. That's right. And 
This is what Bud Light does now. Nobody in the world was talking about Bud Light two weeks ago. Now Kid Rock's out there blasting Bud Light. And the Bud Light guys who sell this for a living are begging Bud Light to stop. They're like, this is how I make my living. Nobody wants to buy our stuff anymore. So now everybody- say, but they should, they should use that and be like, hey, you guys want to buy this just to shoot it and make a video? So this is my beef, all right? And you got Matt Walsh and you got... Ben Shapiro and all these Republicans who call other people snowflakes and they're a bunch of bitches. Ben Shapiro's got 10 million followers and he puts something up about Travis Tritt getting who the hell gives a shit about Travis Tritt. And I love, I love Travis Tritt, but who gives a shit? I don't know who it is. It's a great day to be alive. I know that song. Travis Tritt. So instead of Ben Shapiro talking about we should hate, hate, hate Bud Light. Ben Shapiro, who's got 10 million followers, could go, here are 10 local breweries that support our worldview. Help them out. Beat Culture Brewery. That's Fantastic it, Brewery. Dude, how about that freaking uh, uh, Saki-san? Did you I, drink that one? I like the Retro City. Retro City was really good. Bro, Saki-san was the only... I had that. I didn't need anything else all night. It was a nice rice beer, like a Sapporo, but better. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So, so anyway... Shapiro... Shapiro should be sending people to beat culture. Could be sending people wherever he wants and change those people's lives. Yeah, but they're going to have to break them off a little Exactly. Do but that. Ben Shapiro... Ain't doing it for free, dog. Ain't doing it for... Ben Shapiro would make those brewers pay. Right? Right. So on the one hand, he wants to that victim outrage. He's a victim. We're victims. It's victim clout. Industrial victim economy. It's grotesque. And Republicans act like they're not part of it. They're all part of it. And it, it drives me out of my mind. We talked about this before with the, the Sam Smith. He's putting out the devil's music. That dude made $11 million that night. Mm. Where's your award show? Right. Republicans? That's what you always say. Republicans don't where's, put their money where their mouth where's is. Where's your music studio? Yeah. Where's, where's your counter-economy? Now, and this is one where you didn't even have to do anything. You didn't have to invest a dollar, Ben Shapiro. Matt Outrage Walsh. Matt Walsh. Rah, 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 rah. Post five breweries. Five breweries. That's funny. That seemed like you just did an impression of yourself. (laughs) (laughs) No, Matt Walsh is... Matt Walsh is... He's making this brand as like... uh, I'm I'm gonna be the tough guy. I'm gonna be the tip of the sword. I don't care what people think. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't know much about him. Listen. Speaking of tip of swords, though... Before guns... I don't think you. I, I don't think that you really want to live in a world without guns, bud. What do you mean? I think that, that that's a virtue signal on your part. That's part of I'm your virtue signal. That's part of your feminism. Yeah. There's no way you want to live in a world without guns. Why not? Because guns afford you the the life that you live currently. Me? Yes, absolutely. One hundred percent. What do you, and uh, explain when you when you say I'm ver- I'm. Doing yeah. a virtue signal? I do. I, I think that you said... Cause I think you're fucking wrong. I could tell you emphatically that, yeah, I, I, if, you, if I could snap my fingers and they all go away, yep. I'd do that. Now, does this include all projectiles? Does this include no, you get bows spears. and arrows? You get spears and you bows, get spears and, and, arrows. and bows and arrows? What, oh, about a, what about a crossbow? Is a crossbow going too far? Mm, nah, you could have crossbows, I guess. Crossbows. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What about cars? Can we have cars, or do we go back to horseback too? Uh, I, I know. I, I think cars are okay. Cars. I think so, cars are okay. So if I see you and your guys, right? I'll, I will shake a car, shake a bullet. I don't know. <laughs> if I get myself a 
big old a big old Herman Haymeyer killdozer. Hey, you don't. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm I have quick feet. I'll be okay. <laughs> if I get myself a fifty-five hundred dollar Omri Suburban, you're gonna crash it. Yeah, but that's the idea. I crash it into. You're not gonna crash it into me. I already said. How I'm am gonna, I gonna shake it because I'm gonna act like I'm going this way and then I go that way, Ooh. and you're like you, you can't. You won't be able to juke with me. Dude, we have the most deadly projectiles ever in the history of man, and we are safer than we've ever been. We're more prosperous than we've ever been. There's more humans than ever before. There is something to be said for mutually assured destruction. I hear your point. Now, tell me how I virtue signaled. I'm not letting uh, you off that one. I, I, I wish that there were no guns. If there was, No, no, no. I, I think If that, I ruled the world, imagine that. Are you, just, are you dumbing I it down? Are you dumbing guns. it down? Listen, I said, since there are guns... Yeah. Need guns. Sure. Need plenty of guns. More guns. I think more good people with guns mm-hmm. is going gonna, is gonna to nip that, the crazy people, the bad people with guns in the bud. Right? They, someone pulls something out. So, some good guy's like, fuck, we gotta, I got to put them down. You know what I mean? Someone wants to go and pull some crazy shit. But if I could snap my fingers and make them all disappear, I would do that shit. Then we don't, because there's not, now there isn't, the crazy guy won't have the gun. And the good guy won't have to put him down with a gun. A crazy guy wants to start roughing people up. The good guys will will, will put him down, and he and he you know he wouldn't get away with as much killing. But I don't think like government and certain people should be allowed to have guns. Yeah, you know what I mean. I yep. don't think like just the cops should be allowed to have guns. Yeah, I agree with you there. I don't think you know what I mean. I think you know, pa- you know, power can corrupt, and I I think uh, you know it should if 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 there's going to be it then there needs to be it to counterbalance. What do you think happens to women the day after every gun is gone? What do I think happens? I know what you think happens. What do I think happens to women the day after every gun is gone? Tell us. No, I asked you first. No, I asked you first. You definitely did not. I asked you first. Well, uh, Christian, Omri, play the tape back. (laughs) You go ahead and say what you think. What do you think? I genuinely am curious. What do you think happens to women the day after there are no guns? Um, I don't know. Maybe they get a little less mouthy. <laughs> please, that's got to be a clip, Omri. Please, that's a clip, Omri. What do you, why does all, why do all your clips just want to? Yeah, exactly. What? What? What do you? What, Omri? What do you think happens to women? Gerard wants he, no he wants me to say they're all getting raped. No, that's what he I wants me to fucking say. Them. No, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, that's that's what you is thought too, right, want, Christian? Christian? Is that is that where? Look, it? he's shaking his head. Fucking yes. I gotta tell you. Uh, what I hope is that they all become proficient with knives and BJJ. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. B- BJJ and BJs. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. I, I I really think that people have just such a poor understanding of history and an even worse understanding of human nature. I mean, we can go back. We can just look at what happened. Guns have been around for what, like four hundred years. What, what was what was life like for the everyday woman fifteen hundred years ago? And that every maybe every, they were happier. Every feminist in the world is is so loud about getting rid of firearms. Firearms have afforded them freedoms their their ancestors couldn't even have begin to fathom. It, it, it's given them a seat at a table that their ancestors could have only ever prayed to God for. They owe everything to guns, all of it. So you're actually a feminist by uh, every feminist saying should. You're happy that there's guns. Every feminist should should be. 
so loudly pro Second Amendment, it's insane. They they should be championing that from the rooftops. Every minority group should be championing Second Amendment from the rooftops. Every single one of them. Especially, I'm, I'm it, down with the Second Amendment just because there happens to be the pow pows exist. Sure, but but pow pows still the same way. I still I, you you haven't uh, changed my mind completely. Well, you're you you said it earlier. You know, it doesn't. A little nerd can just pull a pull a, a trigger, right? And it equalizes all your training, all your size, all your natural gifts in one pull of a trigger, right? It's a superpower. It's a it's a literal superpower. Yeah, my training is a superpower, and that is even above that's my superpowers. That. That's yeah. that's the that's the uh, ace to the king. Yeah. Right. There's no amount of training any woman is gonna do without a gun that's going to beat you in hand-to-hand combat. There's none. Zero. Right. They, whatever superpower they have is not going to, they have no, they have no ace to your So kick. you're saying guns are good for, to save people from bad people? Guns. Like bad, like big, big, strong, bad people? Guns, even the playing field for those that are born without the same physical superiority. What about Mace? What about Mace? Mace could uh, incapacitate you. Sure. I mean, there's ways that they can go about things. I mean, what happens? Okay, so you get maced once. You see that guy get maced, and then he gets stabbed. Then the rest of you guys show up the next day with goggles. To, to show up where? <laughs> to, to, no, I, someone tries to fuck with a girl. I show up there, and, and I, I beat the shit out of ah, whoever's fucking See, with this them. is what I actually thought that you would say. I didn't think it would be rape. I thought that there would be, like, this idea that I would protect them. Yeah, good men would protect women, yeah. In exchange for? Nothing. Not fealty? No. Okay. Well, then you're you're different than literally every other feudal lord in the history of the world. Because what that would do is essentially go back to feudalism. With the day guns are taken off planet Earth, we regress back to feudalism. I'm a feudal lord, and I protect my flock. And all I demand is fealty. Fealty, 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 meaning like your loyalty and like taxes. You. you work for me, you do my bidding, but I'm the good guy, right? Like I'm protecting you, so so maybe you do my laundry, right? And maybe you cook. That's not that big of a deal. I'm protecting you. You know what it's like out there, you know? Yeah, I mean that's that's not a that's not a terrible uh, that's not a terrible thing. If 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 I have to go go out and fight some things, if if, if some laundry got done, that'd be nice. There you go. Now they're back cooking and cleaning. All these feminists. A, a lot of... A, and never mind. Maybe it'd be better for them? What? Maybe they maybe it'd be better for them? No, I mean, there's a lot of, like, tra- traditional women who, like, they, uh, they, like, they believe in that. I tell you what. Uh, we'd start hearing people clamor for the return of the nuclear family quick. You, you'd, you'd stop hearing all that shit about, uh, you know, you don't need your dad or your brothers or a husband. Quick. Yeah. Quick. Things are the way they are for a reason, folks. We have evolved to the state that we've evolved in for a reason. And I understand the big pew pews are scary. And every time we hear something. Yeah, they're loud. And every time we hear something, any tragedy happens, it's so, like, it hits us all to our core. You know, that could be us. That's not right. These people did nothing to deserve that. And I get it. And I understand it. But the big picture here is look around at the society that we've created, which is the greatest, most free society in history. 
And every time something happens, the reaction from the powerful is you should just give up some of your freedom and I'll, and I'll make you safe. It's never coming from us out. It's always coming from out in. You know, you know, guys, if you just let me put a leash on you, this would never happen. And every time they whittle away, whittle away, whittle away. They win a little bit more. They win a little bit more. They win a little bit more. So I don't mind being the asshole. I don't mind. I don't mind being the person that says, this is what's going to happen to you. You're, you're advocating for your own enslavement. God bless. Like you said, you're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. A world without guns is better for me. A world without guns is righteously better for me. Yeah. But so, so you're being selfless by saying that uh, the world is better with guns. Absolutely. Because I'm antiquated technology. Look at me. I'm antiquated technology. I, I am. You're not that old. I'm a battleship in a world of drones. Mm. Right? This, this thing right here, this was made for medieval melee warfare. Mm. This isn't made for a world where Justin Bieber is the fucking king of sex appeal. Right? This is, this is made for a world where I survive fucking deadly winters. Right. And hand-to-hand combat. This is not made for a world where fucking Calvin Klein models get every girl fucking wet. And there's never conflict, ever. And if I do anything, somebody who's, who's dumber than I am, who's weaker than I am, can just pull a fucking trigger and equalize me. Or put me in a cage for the rest of my fucking life. Right? If somebody who has more power than I do snaps their fingers and points their, their finger at me, all their drones point the guns at me, and there's not a fucking thing I can do. I can either die or fucking obey. A world without guns, I'm a warlord, man. You'd it's be a, better you'd be for a bad me. guy? 100%. You'd be a bad guy? 100%. I'd be good to my people. But who'd you be bad to? The people who aren't my people. Are they no bad greater, people? No greater friend, no worse enemy. Are they no bad people or good people? You're going to be bad to some good people? I think good or bad is dependent on where you're standing in the argument. I agree. I think good people can do bad things. I think bad people can do bad things for a re- for a good reason. I don't I, the good bad binary means nothing to me. I tell you what, if the if the world collapses, you know, and you're a good person standing in the way of my family getting medication, <laughs> I'm going to do bad things to you. Right. Does that make me a bad person? Maybe. I'm okay with it. And I'm telling you a world without guns is not a world you people are ready for. I fucking promise you. I promise you. I know it sounds good to say this on the internet. I know everybody's like, yeah, the world without guns. No, you guys are not ready for that world. But it's not even possible. There's already guns. They've been invented. Yep. There's a world without the citizens having guns. It's called China. Except for the little kids who are making them in school, right? (laughs) Yeah. Pretty good at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Some food for thought. Let's get to the comments, and then we're going to talk a little Iliad and Odyssey, guys. What do we got in the comments? Oh, yeah. I, got, I got some questions. I got some questions. Yep. Uh, this one's from Runaway Slav. This one might uh, need a few explanations. Uh, what is Big G's opinion on the Samson option, which is, uh, if you're not aware, the idea that if Israel loses in a war, we should just nuke the entire Middle East because fuck you. Okay. And also, um, uh, who was that? Yeah, Reckon is asking, what do you think about electrical vehicles? <laughs> okay, so those are two 
wildly different things. Uh, I don't think we should drop nukes on the Middle East just because, screw it. I also don't think um, it's our job to finance Saudi Arabia or uh, maintain Israel's borders. I think Israel has a right to uh, exist now that it's existed. That's similar to Mickey's thing. Do I think Israel should have been reformed after World War II? Sorry, Omri, love you to death. Probably not, buddy. Um, but now that it's here... It's okay, we didn't ask. Yeah. Uh, now that it's here, it, 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 it has a right to its sovereignty, uh, just like Palestine does. Now, the whole thing about Palestine is where I get mad at Republicans. Same thing, I get mad at the Arabs. If Palestine has a right to exist, cut out, cut out some space for it. Let it exist. How, how come none of them are willing to help them at all? Because they, they, they like having this thing to stump for. Democrats will never get rid of racism because they've been running on racism for 70 years. The second they say racism's over, they stay lose tens of millions of dollars, right? So there's no reason for them ever to get rid of it because that's their number one thing. Republicans don't like actually winning federal office. They like winning state office and then running against Democrats and saying, those communists are going to run the world. We gotta, I need all the money, otherwise those commies are going to they're, they're come to Florida and Missouri. Give us your money and we'll stop them at the door. They don't actually want federal office. They want the money to act like they're fighting the commies. And it's the same thing with the Arab nations. They don't actually want to help Palestine. They want to have a reason to invade Israel. So I think those things should just play out. And I don't think it's our job to to referee it. And I don't think it's our job to interfere in it. As far as electric vehicles, what do you think about electric vehicles, Mick? Uh, I don't know too much about them. I think I don't really have too much of an opinion on electric vehicles. I think if you want one, cool, go get one. If you want the other one. Go get that. Yeah, I think that they just have to compete better. That's all. I, I'm all for electric vehicles. Just make them as good as fossil fuel vehicles. Right now, fossil fuel vehicles are far superior. They're just better vehicles, right? It's the whole thing with the climate change experts. There's nobody in the world that doesn't want a greener life. There's nobody that doesn't want cleaner air or cleaner water. They just don't want it at the expense of the lifestyle that they currently have. So just compete. That's all. I, I put my $100 in for the Cybertruck four years ago. I'm waiting for it, right? But, like, what are you supposed to do with a car that goes dead every 200 miles? I'm yeah, a comedian. Or, or goes in uh, when it's now it's raining out and it electrocutes you. <laughs> you know, like, just compete. That was happening. They have floods and uh, people are getting electrocuted. I saw that. Then the car was blowing up, too, with the lithium yeah. battery yeah. Uh, when people were charging, too. That's no bueno. Um, so I guess there's some bugs to figure out. I'll tell you. Bugs. Perfect example. Mickey has no problem eating bugs. I do. All right? So, I mean, look, the futurists and stuff, their job is you to... You got no problem eating bugs? You like the bugs. Like the bugs? Is that, is that wrong of me to say? You weren't excited to eat the bugs? Um... Well, that's different between being excited to eat the bugs and like and uh, prefer. I don't prefer bugs. Oh, okay. You thought I preferred bugs? I thought you were pretty into it. You thought I preferred bugs. I'm down to try I'm down to cricket try powder. Shit. You were like, no problem. I'm with down to powder. try. Yeah, cricket powder that tastes like flour. Yeah. So to me, the way he went about it was the best way it's ever. That, that guy, Brooklyn Bugs. Shout out, Brooklyn Bugs. A guy I disagree with politically probably about everything on earth, by the way, guys, but he went about it the right way. He's like, here, let me cook you some stuff. He didn't preach about saving the earth. He didn't talk about how evil methane is or all this other crap. He has his perspective, and that's perfectly fine. But he was like, let me cook you some stuff and tell me what you think. Yeah, I think bugs are, I mean, it's a lot, different parts of the world, you know, eat a lot of bugs. Uh-huh. Um, I'd rather have a fucking bison steak, personally. But I think there's a nice, 
like take a Christian who's vegan. I think bugs are a little gap between your, it's not, you know, it's not just plants. It's not totally animal. It's this insect in between. You know what I mean? It's, it, I think it's more, you get more protein out of it, but I guarantee he's going to say he's not going to eat. Would you insects. eat, would you eat insect? Uh, Is that part of the vegan thing? I don't think it's technically vegan, but I definitely would have less of an issue eating that than, than an actual animal. Interesting. But I don't How know. How come? I don't know. They seem... I guess that's kind of hypocritical because I should just... Well, I don't know that it is necessarily. And that's, that was one of the things I was, I was asking to Brooklyn Bugs. But it seems like if you just like... Like if, if you like just make it cold, they just like fall asleep. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't have Oh, you're talking about like life. killing the bugs? Yeah, like the way you kill them. Like if you just make it cold, they just kind of fall into a slumber wait, and wait, die it, painlessly. Is that your problem with, with animal beat? Is that it gets killed? Kind of, yeah. It's cruelty to him. Do you think animals are immortal in the wild? No. No, I don't. But do you, do you go, go, hey, go back to the Joe Rogan quote. You know, an animal in the wild is doing its thing up until it gets killed. Yes, yeah, so you hate zoos too? I don't I'm not like a big zoo fan. Hate zoos. zoos. Hate SeaWorld. Hate okay. all that stuff. Yeah, fuck that shit. I'm not against cool. hunting, though. That's that's okay. that's animal prison. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be all right to just see a fucking video of a lion in the wild. I don't need to see one up close in a fucking cage. You I don't want to see one in a cage. You know what? I agree with you. It is a little antiquated, huh? Yes. It is, it is like something it's ridiculous. That... We have video. Okay. But that being said... You'd be an animal slave driver? I kind of would like to see a gorilla versus a lion fight. I love to see a <laughs> I lion would, fight. I kind of would be okay with that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but see, you know they can't sign off on it. But if 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 there was a way to get them to like to do that, and you could like reward their their family. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like me, I'm a prize fighter. Yes. You know if yep. if uh you know if they could like like uh. What's it, consent? Sure. And, 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 uh, sure. and do battle? So we got a, we have a polar bear, a hippo, a giraffe, uh, not a giraffe. I was a, say, uh, giraffe's about to get fucked up. <laughs> polar bear, hippo. You see how giraffes fight, though? They, they whip, whip their neck. Yeah. 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 Wow. They whip their head back yeah. and forth. The, but people sleep on the hippo. The hippo's a bad mother. The hippo's bad. Hippo's badass. Rhinos. Rhinos. Oh, get a rhino in there. A water gorilla. Buff- I think a water buffalo is one of the most. Uh, Badass, dangerous animals there are. Yeah. So anyway, tough skin. Long story short, on the electric cars, I'm fine with them. They just got to compete better. You know, the, this idea that we can shame each other into into you know lowering our quality of life is ridiculous to me. It's just so again so elitist. Such a I paid seventy thousand dollars for a car that's not as good as my old one. I love the universe. <laughs> Let me hop on my private jet. Shut the fuck up. Anything else, Aubrey? Yeah, that seems like virtue signaling. That is for sure. But I still don't get how I was. Because <laughs> this idea that if I could get rid of every gun. Yeah, but I know that's not a real thing. But my it's it's just that's my honest that's my honest truth. I think it's very clear. Yeah. I, I, I and, think, and I would like to think that it, it wouldn't be uh that feudal pay taxes, do shit like that, that there'd be like good strong people would protect uh good people. And people who tried to violate that would get fucking smashed. That's kind of the, the whole people who make that, like, Native American argument. Like, you know, they lived in harmony. There wasn't as much of a hierarchical society. Like, that's the argument that they make is, like, you know, 
I I say that that's bullshit, and that there was human sacrifice, and that they killed each other. There's definitely as much human as sacrifice. Else. So uh, again, speaking it's a, of sacrifice, it's a very hard thing to to make the argument that for pro guns in this environment. But I really think just people take for granted the society that we. You make built. some very excellent points uh, on that. You know, for sure. You Omri, changed any, the way I viewed it. Any uh, comments, Omri, before we move on? Uh, we do have one question. Uh, this is from Keys. He's asking if you ever heard this theory that uh, the media covered up the fact that the Columbine shooters were gay to to take up from the attention that that would get. I have read that, but I think that it's impossible to know whether they were gay or not because there's so much in retrospect. Every freaking activist group tries to jump on these things and plant their flag. I do... I do think the trans movement is is very dangerous in that it it's chemical based. That's what scares me about putting these kids who are very obviously going through um some some self-doubt, some some insecurity and then we're we're putting them through this chemical process that affects their hormones. And I think that that's a very very dangerous thing to do. I think anybody who who changes their their chemical uh, their, their chemical structure, their, their chemical balance, let's say, during one of those most vulnerable times in their life, it, it, it's we're really playing with fire as a society. I think suicides are going to skyrocket. I, I, you know, I, I really hope I'm wrong. I'd really love to be wrong. But I think from this last three, four years, we're going to look back in 10 years and we're going to see suicides have skyrocketed. We're going to see domestic violence skyrocketing. We're going to see drug abuse skyrocketing. Uh, within these very vulnerable communities. And I think obviously part of that is the one in one million who take that self-hatred and self-loathing and then they turn it externally. And that's where you see what happened in that uh, Orlando nightclub um, where the the Muslim guy who apparently was a repressed homosexual shot up, I think, 49 people, I believe. Um, uh, You you just had it in... uh, You just had it in... um, Tennessee where this you know this person killed six people at the at the you know the Christian school and it, and it's it's grotesque the way that that narrative is being spun to being had somehow anti-trans you know and it doesn't have to be pro-trans or anti-trans there were six people that died it's a mental health thing and I don't think that there's really any way that you can convince me that that mental health is not at the center of this and I think the more that we fight this culture war the less attention mental health actually gets. That's my perspective on it. What's yours, Mick? Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds pretty good. Can't really argue with that, bud. Line drive. Caught. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Omri. Appreciate it in the comments. We'll get back to the comments here in 15. But before we get to that... Is it about to be story time? Are we familiar with... Hey, Slick of Thinks Real has got 140,000 plays. Cool. Thank you for everybody. We're up to 16,000 on Instagram. Everybody that's been following us, really appreciate you. A few videos over a million. Check out the Slick and Thick Thick Instagram. Check out our YouTube. And check out Ruby's Flowers, WI.com. That's Ruby's Flowers, WI.com. Ruby's Flowers, WI.com. Omri, we probably need that read, huh? Uh, you got it. It's the same read. Huh? <laughs> it's the same read. All right. So as Mickey gets into the Iliad and the Odyssey, I will look up the Ruby's Flowers read. 
<laughs> and, and we'll move from there. So for people that have never heard of them whatsoever, tell us about the Iliad and the Odyssey, Mick. Well, I don't think we're going to have enough time to cover both. So okay. I think we'll just stick with the Iliad. The Iliad is an epic poem written by Homer, but it is the story of the Trojan War. Christian, are you familiar with the story? Uh, slightly, yeah, slightly. All right, well, you could be our, our audience proxy as well. So if you have questions, you know what I mean? Um, so this goes way back. Now, I've always found it, like, how much of this is, is like, because re- th- this war actually happened. But there's so much, like, mysticism and God's doing this and God's doing that in it that it's like, there, you know, there's, there's not a, it's, it's hard to kind of decipher and stuff. So let's take, the whole thing started over, they call her Helen of Troy. Helen was the most beautiful woman ever, all right? And uh, she, I guess, was, like, her father was Zeus. And her, now this is a real woman. I don't know, there was a lot of gods sneaking places and like having sex with women, and may, like, like, the, like I think she, so Zeus she's dis- a demigod. Zeus disguised himself as a swan, and uh, had had sex with Helen's mother, and made her. You know why, Christian? Why? Because Helen didn't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of that in this. There, there's a lot of that here. As you were talking about it, I'm like, huh. <laughs> there's a lot of that. So. Um, so let's we're gonna start with uh, the with so Helen's Greek, right? Um, and she she so she's uh, the most beautiful woman on earth. All these men are competing to be with her. Her father and Odysseus, Odysseus, who the Odyssey is all based off, of, and Odysseus plays a huge role in this war as well. Um, he said he's very he's very smart, very cunning, um, and he he said, look, there's everyone's gonna want Helen. But what we're going to do is whoever, all the people who compete are going to – whoever Helen picks, that's the guy. Everyone's going to support that. And if anything, any battle were to come of that, we're going to support. Little did he know that this turned into one of the craziest battles ever. Mm. So Helen goes and she picks Menelaus, who is the king. Menelaus, Menelaus, there's different pronunciations, but he's, he's the brother of uh, King Agamemnon, of, Agamemnon like, yeah. of, I believe, of Mycenae, which is a part of Greece. Mm-hmm. And he's the most powerful. Agamemnon is the most powerful king. She picks his brother. All the other guys, are, all the Greeks are like, all right, cool. We, we support this. We all had a chance. You know what I mean? Uh, so we're going to support her decision, blah, blah, blah. Now, across the water, there's this place called Troy. All right? I believe it's King Priam. Mm-hmm. And his wife, something with an H. They, there's a prophecy. They have a bunch of kids, right? And uh, there's a prophecy that your son Paris will lead to the, to the downfall of Troy. So when Paris is born, he's first called Alexander. Uh, the mother decides to give him to, uh, to uh, what, what was he? To a shepherd. And basically says she, she couldn't kill him. So she gives it to the shepherd and, the shep- and tells the shepherd to kill him. Because we don't want the downfall of Troy. They, uh, Paris has like 50 brothers and sisters, maybe more. One of the most notable ones is Hector. Uh, so I'll tell you more about Hector. Another one is, is uh, one of his sisters, Cassandra. So we'll, we'll, we'll pop back into that. But basically the shepherd takes Paris, brings him to the, near like the water. He can't kill him either. So he just leaves him there, walks away, it's eating him up. Days later he walks back and he sees the, this boy Paris... Still healthy, 
uh, sucking on the tit of like a sheep. And he's kind of like, all right, I'm just, I'm, I'll raise this guy myself. He won't get in any trouble, right? Yep. So he takes him, and years later, there's this big wedding, right? So he just keep growing up as a humble shepherd. Years later is this wedding, and I can't remember the goddess's name, but she's not invited because she's the goddess of discord. She like she makes arguments, she makes problems all the time. Say so, you no, know, they want bitches ratchet. They wanted to bring a you know they wanted to be a nice little wedding, a, a nice, nice affair. Wedding. Yeah. Um, but between she comes a anyway. Fifty-year-old Menelaus. I believe it's Eris. I don't. No, no. This is not between Menelaus and uh, Helen. This is just. I forget whose wedding this is. It's not very important. Mm. So she, this the goddess of discord. She comes anyway, uninvited. She's wedding crashing. Because that's who she is. That's who she is. And she's she takes, the goddess of discord. She has a golden apple, and on the golden apple it says, "To the most beautiful woman on earth," right? And that includes uh, in the. On Mount Olympus, right? Ooh. Of everywhere. Aphrodite not so, going to like that one. So, yes, it goes between... Well, Aphrodite ended up liking it. Oh, really? Well, because it goes between Aphrodite, Helen, and maybe like Athena or someone, right? Uh, or not Helen, I'm sorry. Yeah. Aphrodite, Hera, and Athena. Hera yeah. says, I... Uh, like it... And, and now they're all like, Zeus, you got to decide. Whose is this for? Well, this is for me, right? This is for me. They're all arguing. Zeus is like, Psh, I'm not getting in the middle of that shit. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to pick someone else to do it. I'm going to pick this humble uh, pet, uh, shepherd. All right? This, this kid named Paris. Of all the people in the world, he picks this, this kid named Paris. Zeus knew what he was doing. I don't know, man. Um, so he picks, uh, he picks Paris. And they all start saying, like, they all start trying to, you know, uh, Get him to pick them. So Helen's like, if you, I'm, I keep saying Helen, Hera. Hera's like, if you pick me, I'll, I'll make you the most, uh, the most powerful. You'll have riches. You'll have all this stuff. You'll be a great king. Uh, Athena is like, you'll be, you'll, you'll have, uh, you'll be a leader of military. You'll be the most skilled military man there is. Um, and uh, Aphrodite says, I will, if you pick me, I will have the most beautiful woman in the world fall in love with you. All right. So now, which one would you pick? Huh? It's a good question. I I I don't know. I don't know. I'd I'd I'd, pro- I'd probably be like I could cut this apple into three. <laughs> can I have you the third all- best army, <laughs> yeah. the third hottest chick, and the third most richest? Yeah, right. Yeah, something like that. What about you? What would you pick? Well, being that this is a world without guns. I feel like if I had the best army in the world, you can just t- I can get take. the other two. Yeah, yeah, it's smart. That's what I'm thinking. I think you're right. Um, so, uh, are, are we, we're all caught up here. There's not no questions so far. Omri, what do you think Helen looked like? Most beautiful woman ever. I don't know. She's like 15 she years old, apparently. Or, yeah, I don't. I don't know. That would make sense though for that time. Yeah. So. Um, Probably Harry. He, he, he chooses the the most beautiful woman, mm-hmm. right? And that'll be that'll come out over time. So now Paris, he he at one point goes back to Troy and he competes in these uh, in like these games, right? Mm. And he because he, he had like a, a a bull or some sort of animal that was that was given that was given and would be the winner would get this. So he's like, I want to get that bull. So he goes, enters the contest. He's like sparring, fighting with people. He gets to the finals against his brother Hector. Hector is the the, the pride of the Trojan. He's the crown prince, yeah. the pride of, yep. of the of of, of Troy. Um, he he, he ends up de- ends up defeating n- not yet ends up defeating Hector, uh, and 
Troy is, is outraged. They're like, fuck that. Like, kill this guy. And For winning? Yes. Interesting. Because he, he, he disgraced our, uh, our, our crowned prince. All right, so Troy was the Boston of the ancient world. A little bit, Got yeah. It. Okay. So, so then... Uh, so and now here's an, an, another interesting part. Another one of remember I mentioned Hector and uh, and Cassandra. Another one of the fifty si- uh, siblings, uh, sons and daughters of Priam and his wife. They had fifty. They had, they had fifty. She yeah. was the mother of all fifty, allegedly. And you never know in these times because, like I said, there's a lot of like like whimsical like God fucking wow <laughs> going on too. You know, wow Priam Priam getting after it. Yeah, so after it. So uh, Cassandra goes to, uh, as a baby, Cassandra's a little baby, or no, not a baby, like a kid, but, you know, not, not too old for Apollo. Gotcha. All right? And she and her sister are out in, a, in a, Apollo's temple. It gets too late, so they decide to sleep there. The age of consent was um, shockingly consent low wasn't really, uh, on Mount Olympus. Wasn't, yeah, consent wasn't really uh, thought that highly of well, in this the, time. Well, the gods thought that they were so much better than the humans. When they raped the humans, they were like, you're welcome. They were like, yeah, yeah. Was like, Congratulations. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's some, there, there's definitely some, uh, some, some dated stuff to yeah. say. Like, it wouldn't fly so well in today's culture, the, the nitty-gritty of a lot of this stuff. I but, don't know. It just sounds like California, really. Yeah. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> Not in California, I know. Gotta but, uh, do some slides in there. So, so they go to sleep in this temple. And uh, Apollo sends in these uh, these snakes that whisper in their ears, and gives them uh, the ability of prophecy. So they become prophets, right? They can predict the future, do different things. Um, Apollo does this to impress Cassandra, 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 whatever it is. Go and then, and she loves Apollo like a big, you know, like like worships him, all this stuff. But she spurns his advances. Because he wants she's to, eight. Yeah, probably, right? <laughs> he want he wants her and um she turns him down and now he Daddy chill. He's like, fine, just you just have to give me a kiss. And he gives her a kiss, and when he gives her a kiss, he spits in her mouth and he makes ev- all of the prophecies that she comes up with, everyone will believe is a lie. Right? Uh, so Homer wrote all this. Homer wrote all this <laughs> and, and so much more. <laughs> And so much more. And and remember, part of it is is histor- historical. I, I I guess yeah. we'll call it historical fiction. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like you know the Dan I mean? Brown of uh, ancient yeah, history. Yeah, he took his, he took his liberties. Like? He's he took the, his liberties. Who's the other guy you like? Uh, LA um, Confidential. James Elroy. He's the James Elroy of, yes, of very 10, much thousand so. BC. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I fuck with these dudes. Um, so so now Can you imagine now, Apollo now reading now this bounce. like I did what? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> so now let's bounce back. And uh, where now Paris is being uh, is is about to be killed because he won because he he defeated Hector crazy right um, Cassandra recognizes him right away that's her brother Paris knows that he's going to lead to the downfall goes guys kill him kill him kill him she knows she knows she because you know she has that prophecy the snake whispered in her ear but again no one believes her they're always like shut up you crazy yeah bitch like, get because out of there's here. no guns women don't have a vote. Yes. Well, she had a vote. And, and there's some very powerful women. Take Hera and, yep. and Aphrodite. Athena. Well, Hera, Hera was Zeus's, Zeus's wife. Zeus's right? wife. Yeah. Yeah. Who, she had a whole thing with Hercules, who is, according to the Greeks, called Heracles. What? She, oh, yeah. She, well, Zeus uh, had sex with Hercules' mom. Uh. Had Hercules. Yeah. And she was, so she was like, fuck that. That's, that's the... The spawn of he did of that like infidelity. So much. He did that so much. Hera yeah. was very was and was very guilty. Was uh, very 
Yeah. Well, not not all. I don't know is the difference between demigods and like the, they're immortals. Have you watched Blood of Zeus on Netflix at all? No. I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Great anime. And, and a big part of it is uh, Hera being fed up with. Uh, yeah, man, that was that was her mo, bro. She's very jealous, and players she was getting fuck up. She was too. getting yeah, players fuck up. <laughs> players fuck up. So now Cassandra's saying to kill him. Mm. They don't kill him. The mother and father recognize him, welcoming him in, in hey, as their little Malaka. Hey, he's back. Yeah, <laughs> hey, he's back. Even though, oh yeah, there was that little thing about he was he was going to lead to the downfall and all that shit. But oh, look at ah, how ha- look at how handsome he is. That's my boy. It's bring my him boy. back. All right, so they br- they bring him in. He goes on. He goes to help over to Greece to go help on a campaign. Right there's some. Let's just say there's some stuff going on. Right. He goes over there. And he sees Helen, Ooh. who's married to Menelaus. Yeah. Caesar, Menelaus is there for a while. Thank yo, thanks for coming down. Ba ba ba. Yeah. Then he's like, "Hey, I just gotta run. I just gotta run across the bay real quick and do some, you know, king shit. Make make yourself at home." Uh, he made himself quite at home. He, him, and uh, and Helen had an intense, uh, had made intense love that night. Oh no! And. That wasn't enough for Paris just to take the in, queen. In the king's... In the king's bed, bro. Oh, in his chambers. Somebody got to die. These girls are wild, so... But but now, that wasn't enough. Paris also robbed the treasury. Yeah, just because I said he's there's like, not He's like, I got your... Doesn't mean women don't have a weapon. Yeah, he's like, I got, I, got, I got your lady, and now I got all your money. And wow. he took it and flees to Troy. So, so it, Paris is like the original light skin. I, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm fucking around. I'm not even allowed to I thought you were a big. I thought you were a big. Uh, I thought you were a big history guy. Your interjections have been uh, have have been. Well, I'm, I'm taking it all in, and so the thing that I, I'm con- confused, I guess, a little bit up to this point. Or not in, what I'm most enthused, I should say, mm-hmm. not confused, mm-hmm. is how much intersection this kind of story has with the other origin stories I know from antiquity, like Rome, Romulus and Remus left at by left. By Romulus the and Remus comes from Aeneas who f- is a, is a Trojan and who f- uh, flees Troy goes to Italy and then later down his lineage has Romulus and Remus. How about that? And it is very similar. They leave these babies out. Yeah. Moses, all this shit. They leave they the leave babies out, and these babies there end up go. creating. That's exactly like, where I was going with it. You know, yeah. There's definitely similarities There's, in it. You know, similarities between all of these kind of like deital origin, origin stories. stories. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So as as I'm, you know, and I am interjecting with some some inappropriate comedy at times, but the what I'm really hearing is I'm fascinated by. The intersection with the other stories I am more familiar with. Yeah, I mean, even if you go to like Norse mythology, like there's so much, like so much stuff is like similar. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got a uh, Loki being like he's the god of mischief. Yep, and, you know yep. what I mean? There's all this like uh, these these gods like to have a lot of fun. They're big time. They were not guys. very very like strict and. Uh, you know, like they they like to go. Well, and, they were and mess strict. Around they were strict. Like God forbid you didn't leave a lamb for them. They were like, "That's it, tidal that's wave." A tremendous amount of sacrifices. Yeah, uh, petty. There's, there's some there's some there's some rough sacrifices. Petty gods, petty. man. There's one that's very rough. But anyway, they they send like an envoy over to to um. Now, do you blame Priam, do you blame the Trojan, the Trojan king? Do you blame Menelaus for leaving pretty boy Floyd behind with his missus? Did he set her up for I th- failure? I think. Uh, he, you know, she was shot by an arrow from, I think, the god's name is Aros. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't really that creative. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
Arrow shot her with the arrow, made her fall in love on Aphrodite's behest. Mm. Um, I think he trusted his woman. You should be able to trust your woman. You should be able to trust your woman. You know what I mean? You, sh- you shouldn't have to babysit and guard dog. Let it. that be a lesson to you, though, Christian. The only woman you should trust is the woman you came out of, son. You understand that? Yeah, tell Eminem that. <laughs> oh, well, we ain't all so lucky. Yeah. I mean. Um, yeah. So, anyway, they send the they send the people over there. Uh, Priam's like, yeah, yeah, I know why these guys are here. Because my son Paris is over there helping you. I wonder what, what else they want. Hey, booby. And they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got a whole <laughs> other set of problems now. Do you know what your son Paris did? And basically they say, like, you need to re- return Helen do this, do blah blah blah. Leave, leave this. All these from Menelaus. He yeah. sent, you know, his people there, and they have this whole list of stuff that they have to do now. Um, and Priam's basically like, "Look, Heracles took Hercules, aka Heracles, took my sister years ago, brought her to Greece. Who did Menelaus? Uh, Priam's Hercules took. This is his retort. He's also like, you, you took my my sister. Oh, okay, like." I'll I'll give you back I'll give you back uh, Helen if you give me back my sister. Oh, he wanted to play hard. To, he wanted a little to play bit, and they were like, "Yes." And uh, they were like, "No, Menelaus is his his orders are not negotiable. It's this or it's nothing." She's like, and he's like, "You know what? I'll tell you this: if she comes here and says she wants to be here, yeah. I'm not sending her back. Really? If she comes here and says she wants to go back, I'll send her back. Let me tell you a couple treat things. Exactly, king shit. Uh. So this is where. And they, he sends them away, and now war is about to start. Now, all of those people who wanted to be her suitors, Helens, are all called. All right? So they're getting Agamemnon. Or he was, I think he was, he was actually married, but they, there's, uh, like, Odysseus, um, all these guys, Ajax, the great, Ajax, the greater Ajax, the lesser, all these bad motherfuckers, kings of Greece, are all called together. We got to go to war. Now... Odysseus knows, he's like, shit, we did make that agreement. I did have a big part of that agreement. But he's like, I really love my wife and kid. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go. Why am I going to go to war for somebody else's so chick? Odysseus, the cunning one, he's out uh, sowing his field with, like, salt and, like, running like a bison and just fucking up his shit, acting crazy, right? And uh, one, of the, one of the other kings are like, yeah, you're crazy. I, I think drink you're, I think you're, I think you're pretending. And they put his his son in the way of his cart, Ugh. and he's like, "Fuck! All right, you got me." And they're like, "Ha ha! You saved your son. You're not crazy." So he's like, "All right, yeah, I have to go to war." That's how they suckered Odysseus in. Now, now we get to the great one of the greatest parts of this whole thing is Achilles. Oh, there he all right. Is. Everyone knows about Achilles and Achilles' heel. Achilles' uh, mother is the uh, I believe his father's Perseus, and his mother is like the water. Like a water goddess, like a river dips him goddess. In the river sticks. Right. So she dips him in the river, makes him uh, a totally invulnerable. Nothing could hurt him except for the heel that she held him on. The Achilles heel. The Achilles heel. Her and obviously that'll Thetis. come back, huh? Thetis, Thetis, Thetis. That's that's the mother. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So and, and what is she? Is she the river god or something like that? River goddess. She is the sea. Some type of a sea nymph or goddess. Sea nymph. Has okay. anybody ever been in better shape in the history of cinema than Brad Pitt as Achilles and Troy? I don't know, bro. That's up there. He's up there, man. He's that up dude there was shredded. Sure. Yeah. Nowadays, with all the steroids the actors are taking, though, they're getting pretty jacked, too. 
Yeah, I, I'm not. I think Brad Pitt was pretty gassed up for that one, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they're they're up in it nowadays. Um, so Achilles, they he's his mother knows. He's like, look, you can have a, a life where you could be pretty much, uh, you can live a long life. You'll you'll die at old age. No one will remember your name. Or you, if if you take part in this great war that's coming up, you will be, um, you will you will die young, but you will. Have live a leave a legend that lives forever, right? You'll have a glorious death. Easy choice. Blah blah blah. You going for the the ladder? No, nah, give me glory, baby. That was the ladder. Glory. Oh, that is the ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Give me glory all day. So yeah, he he felt the same way, but he was convinced to kind of go to this other land where he was dressed as a princess. And now a lot of people know that Achilles had a boy lover, Patrocles, but Achilles was uh, bisexual. He also had. He had a, a, a girlfriend over here who he had a baby with. He's over, so he's over here hiding out, dressed as a woman. Huh. But over there drinking, Bud yeah, Light. with a bunch of with a bunch of. Uh, <laughs> he was cross dressing, but he was like our friend who was here last week. He he still uh, he still liked girls, you know. Uh-huh. So, so he was uh, he he was uh, hanging out all disguised, dressed as a woman. Odysseus comes in, brings presents for all this this the king's daughters, brings you know rubies and gold and. Pretty things, and some armor. Oh. <laughs> right? And he sees one girl kind of taking, like, some of that armor over there, like, checking that out. And then they, they do, they do a, like, a war cry and say, pirates are invading. And all the girls, ah, they run, run away. But Achilles, he grabs the armor, throws it on. He's, his instincts were, all right, I'm ready to fight. Strapped up. And Odysseus is like, that's ah. my guy. I found you. So, so far what I'm gathering here, Odysseus... Achilles, badass fighters. Maybe not the smartest guys. Well, Odysseus was known to be the like the smartest guy. Okay. All right. He just someone they used his his heart against him. He didn't want to kill his kid with the plow. Achilles, great fighter. Maybe not the smartest. Yeah. Very passionate man. Very uh, you know, very he become very rageful. Uh, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. So right. I guess you're. I would say you're correct on your depiction of Achilles, not okay. so much on uh, Odysseus. So hey, Odysseus, yeah. the got you heard of the tro- of the Trojan horse? That's his little mastermind, that's and that's him. gonna that's gonna become the the kind of the end of of the Iliad. Mm. All right, spoiler alert. But I think if a story's ten thousand years old, you don't really need a story a spoiler on it. There. Yeah, you're right. I guess. Yeah. So Helen has already been taken. Yes. And she and they they ask her in in Troy. They're like, "Do you want to be here?" And she's like, "Yes, I love Paris." Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't love Paris? Well, Paris in spring is phenomenal here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. Big uh, big government stuff. Big Eiffel happening. Tower guy. Big uh, government. Uh, you can't resist, Paris. could you? <laughs> big, you can't resist. Big government takeover in Paris. You know that there's there's storming. Do, there's no story time with Mick without you, fucking. You know that Gerard's. there's you know they're storming BlackRock in Paris. Anyway, so there you go and. Paris says, I don't give a shit. Hector is Hector and Cassandra, I can't imagine, are super happy about this. Hector so They he- have to now know he- Greece Hector's, is gonna come. Hector has a very Yes, the it's 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 uh Yes, it's it's it, they know it's it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Just gonna be tough. They're building their uh their armies. Agamemnon is, is psyched, you know what I mean? They all wanna go over there and they're gonna they're gonna get Menelaus' wife back. Now, they can't, they can't stand like, for this disrespect. He was a warlord to begin with. He was just, give me mm. a reason anyway, right? Give me a reason. Now, listen to this. You want to hear crazy? 
Agamemnon, so they got Achilles, they got all the crew. Now it's time to go over there. But Poseidon, uh, the god of the water. Zeus's brother. The god of the, of the ocean yep. and of the winds. He also has earthquakes, so in case you're inland, he'll still get you. Okay. You got to watch out for him. He will not put wind in the sails. Will not, they, can't, they can't sail over there, right? Why? He, he just was like, you guys haven't, like, you guys haven't gained my favor enough. Yeah. You know? Where's my lambs? I like So lambs. he's like, you know what? Yeah. You think a lamb, right? You think a lamb would be about sufficient? Yes. He says, I need your daughter. Poseidon. Poseidon says, you need to kill your daughter, Agamemnon, if you want to get over there. And sh- knowing that she doesn't have a gun. <laughs> so, well, listen to this. She's actually, <laughs> she's actually a freaking badass. So he tricks her. He tells the mother. He's like, hey, um... I'm going to betroth, I'm going to marry, uh, I forget her name, but I should remember because she's, she's dope. I should, I'm going to marry her to Achilles. All right? So, okay. So the mom and the daughter show up all excited. They're like, cool. My daughter's going to marry this, this great warrior. Shows up, and it looks more like a funeral than a wedding. Uh-oh. So the mother sees Achilles, and it's like, hey, I'm so excited for you to be my son-in-law. And he's like, what? Wait, what? What do you mean? I, no one talked to me about this. And uh, Agamemnon goes over, gives her a hug, but he's like crying. It's like a, it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a foreboding. It's a, oh, it's, no. it's getting negative, and he, he basically it gets spelled out. Achilles helps spell it out because he's like, oh, I think there's something going on here. He's he's like, look, I'd be honored to marry you, but that's not what uh, no one's told me about this. Agamemnon explains basically that she needs to be sacrificed, and this chick takes a breath and goes, well, if it's for the best for the Greeks then you can sacrifice me. Oh, man. And Agamemnon has to cut his daughter's throat. And Achilles, like, thinks so highly of her. He's like, he's like, it would be such an honor to marry you, such a brave person like you, blah, blah, blah. She gets, she gets killed. The winds change. And these guys sail over to Troy, from wow. Greece to Troy. So. A lot of bloodshed along the way. Yeah, that's that right there depicts the, the, the folly of nationalism. But, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever if it's for the best of the state kill me so so uh they have these like like sightseers i'm gonna call them i don't know if that's the right word the people who can predict the future and stuff yep, yep. and they t- he says uh, you greeks you're gonna oracles, win this battle oracles oracle Clair- yeah. clairvoyance clairvoyance something like that um and he's like you guys are gonna win this battle um and everyone's like Whoa! And but it, and he's like it's just gonna take it's gonna take ten years. Whoa. No one hears that really because everyone's <laughs> hooting, hooting and hollering. Wait, wait, they were still talking. Did he? Did there. you say something? And it, yeah, he's like, ah, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. They're all like, come on, let's go. All right. So they get over there. Um, they you know now the battles start. Hector's leading. Hector, the son of Priam, the one who Paris somehow defeated because Paris, you'll find out, is like a coward. Okay. Paris, a total coward. Hector, brave. Okay. Right, very brave. Known for his bravery. Um, the battles start, you know, they're going back and forth. Uh, actually the, they said the first person who steps foot on Trojan land will be the first one to go to Hades. Right. So everyone, right as they pull up on their ship, they're all kind of like, uh, who, you, you, who's going first? Who's going first? Odysseus, the great thinker throws his shield on the ground, hops on his shield. Come on guys. <laughs> wow. So the next guy runs up, goes, goes, he's, he's killing people, killing people, killing people. Yep. First guy who stepped there. 
First guy dead. Not not a lot of honor I'm, I'm getting here from the uh, from the great men. A lot of trickery. A lot of lot of treachery. And also that that uh, you just gave me a flashback to what I thought was the hardest scene to watch from Game of Thrones, where Stannis uh, sacrificed his daughter Sheree. Oh, terrible. Oof. That was, yeah, that was a tough one. That was rough. Yeah, yeah. That little actress did a good job. Calling. She did great. Yeah. So this is speaking of like this is never really. I didn't really like the movie Troy. I get, this story has so many twists and turns. And I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I know it probably seems like I'm. I'm like hitting a lot of stuff. I'm yeah. hitting like nothing. Wow. Like I'm barely. I'm barely scratching the cervix. Surf cervix. Cervix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm barely scratching that cervix, girl. So yeah, he. Uh, so yeah, if, if you thought Troy, like I'm, I'm broad stroking it. Troy was. You so know, tremendous broad strokes. Troy is not a Grecian city state, right? It's a whole no, different it's, it's country. A pl- it's it's like it'd be like modern day like thing like northeast Turkey. Okay. So why do the Greek gods care? Oh, anyway, whatever. Well, they're the, they're just the gods. They're the, the, the Greek. The, I guess the Greeks, the one who are making this story, yeah. are the are you know they a lot of these gods are on Troy's side. So that's the thing in this battle. There's gods on. Uh, on the Greek side and yeah. on the Trojan side. So far, this is like an HBO movie, man. There's like no good guys. It's all bad guys so far. Yeah, there's really there is no, I, there's really no like perfect person. Mm. Yeah, everybody's flawed. Got it. So the battles start. The Greeks are getting the upper hand. Um, you know, a lot of battles going on. Achilles out there whooping ass. Uh, the greatest warrior. You know, Ajax is like a clo- like a, a second. Odysseus, badass, all these guys, Agamemnon, everyone's tearing it up. And then, uh, so uh, Achilles and Agamemnon have these concubines, right? These women. I think it's like Crisis and Brysis. I don't think they're related, but um, Crisis' father goes to Agamemnon. He's, he's, the, he's a priest of Apollo, right? And he, he's like, hey, I'll give you anything. Just bring me back my daughter. And Agamemnon is kind of, he's a, he's a mean motherfucker. He's like, your daughter right there, like, pointing out in her bed, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, she's mine. Get out of here. Disrespects him. Now, and then Apollo starts, you know, like, fucking with him more. Eventually, he has to give him back, has to give her back. But he's like, I want that one then. Yeah. <laughs> and he takes Achilles' girl, his concubine. Pretty ballsy of this priest. This guy just started a whole war over one guy's girl, and you're like, can I have mine back, though? My daughter. He wants his daughter back. <laughs> I it's get his it. daughter. Good for you. But you're talking to the guy who literally just... Uh... He, was res- he, he was respectful. Okay. He came, he came hat in hand and respectful and offered, you know, compensation. Okay. But, but then now Achilles is pissed because Agamemnon now wants his girl and took her. And he's, like, the disrespect, he's pissed. And like I said, Greek was kicking ass at this point. The, uh, Greece. Now, uh, Achilles goes back and is like, he's like, he's, he's like, all right, fuck this. Y'all want to disrespect me? I'm staying in my thing. I'm Ooh. staying in my, my little tent. He's like Kobe that night where, where uh, Phil Jackson told him to pass more. He's like, okay. And he takes no shots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he, he was mad. He was actually going to, he was going to kill Agamemnon right there on the spot. But one of the gods or goddesses held his arm in place and didn't let him take his sword out of his sheath. And, you know, so Agamemnon's got some favor here after all. Um, I think it was more for, I think it might have been more for Achilles, but it, I, I, who the fuck knows? Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he goes, he goes back and then the tide starts turning. Hector's now whooping ass, mm. beating, starting to beat the shit out of them, like coming across. So now uh, I should have mentioned this earlier. Troy has walls built by Poseidon that no one could penetrate. Right. 
So there's these big, big high walls. No one could get out. All the battles going on the beach, right? But they were they were fucking shit up for a while. And now I don't get if you have big walls, why they're not just slinging arrows the whole time? Why are you even going out there, really? Good point. You know what I mean? Good point. But I guess you know arrows come, you stay in your shield for a while, and then and you and obviously they stopped them being able to get food. Nothing could come in. But Troy had other friends who would sneak them in food. Blah blah blah. That was one of the big things. Like uh, battle historians went nuts about that. Huge Game of Thrones battle against the White Walkers. How they put all of their cavalry and their 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 people outside the walls. They were like, "What? What? what why would you even have walls? Yeah. Why would yeah, you even have walls? For? walls yes. why, why are the catapults Three. in front of the walls?" So Troy did the same thing. Yeah, they were out there battling, but they were getting their butts kicked until Achilles uh, said, "I'm, I'm taking out. my ball and going home." That's it. And then they started turning the tide. There's a big battle between Hector and Ajax. And now Hector's is like I said, brave. He's the the, cra- the crown prince, badass. Somehow he lost to Paris. Who's kind of a little bitch? Yeah. Um, actually, at one point Players they go, they go. Uh, all right, Paris and Menelaus, you guys are gonna fight. Winner gets Helen, and we're gonna end this that's, whole thing. That's the thing. Like, why that's, is that's everybody else dying been. over this? Well, listen to this. So Menelaus starts whooping Paris's ass, and Paris starts like cowering, and and uh, Aphrodite, the one who set this whole thing up with the when she won the apple, delivers him away, saves him. We have no justice. We have no uh, no so it finality. So like Poseidon, Aphrodite—they're all on Troy's side. Um, well, eventually Poseidon. Uh, I think Poseidon flip flopped a few times. Uh, I can't remember. I think Hera was on Troy's side. I can't remember all the specifics of where the gods were. Uh. But yes, they're all over the place. All right. Um, so now, freaking, you know, as as. Troy starts to turn the tide on them. Patrocles, uh, Achilles' uh, cousin lover, lover, his lover, best friend, grew up with him. He goes out and and, and like he goes out and wants to start like uh, you know turning the tide back for them. He gets killed by Hector. Well, very famously, I remember this one from the book. It's been a long time since I read the book, um, and obviously in the movie, my understanding is that he dressed up at like Achilles. He did. He, he put Achilles he wore his gear armor. on. Yeah. So it, it reinvigorated the Greek troops. They're like, Achilles, They're is, like, back. Achilles yeah. is back. And they went out yeah. and they, they were they were whooping some ass and then Hector was like, Fine, let's just do and this. I, I thing. think I think also he got uh he he was injured first, Patrickles. Got like stabbed in the back and then also he had killed um Poseidon's son, like this like a demigod, for sure a demigod, and he so then Poseidon started to weaken him. Mm. Right, and so now Hector thinks, but Hector thinks, thinks he kills it's Achilles. Achilles. Yes, but they also so there's a contradiction there too because I think something happened where it forced it made his armor fall off. So he should have been able to see that it was Patrocles. Yeah, but he ends up yes, Hector ends up killing yeah Patrocles, and this in, when the news gets back, it enrages Achilles so much that he's like. I'm back, bitch. But there was also an ego to it too. It wasn't just like you killed my cousin lover. It's like wait, wait, wait. You're telling everybody you killed me? You thought you had me? You thought you killed you 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 well, Not even that you told everyone. You you had a if you if you have a dream that you killed me, you better wake up and apologize. What happened here? Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, "All right, bro. We need to do this." Yeah, thing. he's like, "I'm back." Yeah. He comes up, Achilles starts wrecking shit, and now he gets to a point where he he he's calling out Hector, Hector, I've killed everyone in the path. Hector, bring it on. Yep. And now Hector, the bravest guy there is. He's scared. He's scared of Achilles. He starts out the battle running around, running away, right? 
um, he like he's terrified. Yeah. Eventually, he's kind of uh, one of the gods. Like, make it seem like his brother's there, and it gives him courage. Now, again, you can't be brave without feeling fear. Very good point. You can't be brave because if you're just if you if you're just if you don't feel fear, there's nothing, there's, to nothing to, there's nothing to overcome. Sure. So bravery only comes from fear. Agreed. Right. So he 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 eventually goes and he he. You know, he's like, all right, I'm after running for a while. Yeah. Starting to get tuckered out. He's like, well, all right, we're going to do this. Yeah, I got myself good and tired for you. Yeah. But, and now there's a, now we see another chink in Hector's armor right here. Cause you know what he says to Achilles? He says, whoever, all right, whoever dies here, let's make sure we just return their body to their family. Achilles um, like, all right, bro. Achilles is like, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no agreements made between lions and men. He's like, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do whatever I want with you when I kill you. And you know, if you're kind of asking for, hey, if if you if you beat me, could you bush, bush, do this? Maybe we don't, uh, you know, maybe we don't cut up the dead bodies and you know, uh, handshaky. Yeah. So no. Achilles ends up slicing Hector's throat. Yeah. Straps him to the back of his chariot. Dra- drags him through the sand back to Achilles' tent. Remember we were talking with Tuco about have you ever lost a fight during a. Door to stare down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, yeah, there's some chinks in his armor. Yeah. But now being known as like the bravest, I, I, it seems kind of contradicting that he was running and d- acting fearful. Yep. But at the same time, he did overcome that and come and, uh, he went for the battle and no, Achilles kills him. Achilles kills him. And then desecrates him. He ties him to the back of the chariot, drags him, says, I'm going to feed you to the dogs. And he, but he drags him all the way around the walls of Troy. So everybody in Troy, yeah. knows that their great champion has been. And 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 now a part of their they needed a proper funeral needs to be done for each other because or else you 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 don't like enter into Hades. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you can't get you can't like pass if you're not properly like like if you don't aren't you on a funeral pyre. Bo- you need the co- coins for the boatman. Exactly exactly the uh Karen the boatman, mm-hmm. Car- Karen the ferryman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they need to they they needed uh you know, to do the proper things. Priam is beside himself. The king, Hector's father, so upset, goes over. 50, king, 50 kids, but only one he actually cared about. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, this is my most, my most honorable uh, kid, the only one who really deserves all, everything. Um, please, he goes to Achilles' tent, and he, he goes in disguise and asks for his son back. So uh, Achilles then ends up agreeing Based on like the fact that he 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 is able to sympathize and be like, yeah, I think he also knows he's going to die there and would want him returned to his uh, father. Interesting. So he agrees. They take uh, they take Hector back. They they wait. They do the funerals now, and uh, he does the funeral for Patrocles. You know, shit, shit's uh, they they hit a little bit of a standstill. Now, I know, what we got seven more minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll wrap this up. Um, the ba- the battles continue. Uh, Achilles kind of anticlimactically gets hit in the in the heel with an arrow from Paris, and he dies. Right and now, bleeds out, right? Yeah, bleeds yeah. out. He's dead. Um, so, and now and now Achilles got new armor because they took Patrick's armor. He got new armor and shit, and was out there kicking ass till he and then he dies, gets shot through that through the heel. Um, By and now, Paris, and correct? now the. By Paris, yeah. the cowardly Paris, who was like hiding, staying back with his bow, mm-hmm. um, and then now we're at a standstill again. And event, you know, the Trojans maybe start to overtake him. Now this is where the Trojan horse comes in. 
Odysseus decides we're going to build this. We're going to destroy a couple of the boats. We're going to build this big, big horse, right? And uh, and we're gonna we're gonna act like we're fleeing. So they have they send some boats back directly that the, that they the next day the Trojans see the, the Trojans come out they see this big horse, and they see boats flying away and they're all celebrating. Woo, we yeah. won! This is their this is their like uh, peace like offering or whatever. Well, it's an offering to the gods for you know. Uh, for them to have wind back home, right? That was the idea. Was like, I, I don't know if that was it. I think it was also just kind of like, hey, sorry for all this, the the nine years of of, uh, of trouble we just caused. Sorry. I, I do think um, the idea behind it was specific to, like it was an offering meant for like safe passage home or something like that. that yeah, was it was an offering of peace, it says. Yeah. Um. So, but they're, but now it seems like they're leaving, they probably had like one guy on each of the like let's say ten boats going this way. They had a bunch of boats around the corner stuffed with men, mm-hmm. and the Trojan horse stuffed with men gets inside. Cassandra again goes, "Burn it, burn it! It's a trap! It's a trick!" And they're like, "Shut up, you crazy girl!" <laughs> they're like, "Get out of here!" So they're they're like, "That would be disrespectful to the gods." They bring it in. They drink all day, drink all night, party, party, party. Everyone goes to sleep. Odysseus opens the hatch. A bunch of the guys come out. They demolish Troy. They they kill everybody. They they uh like they they you know they're raping and pillaging and killing. Uh, Hector's wife is taken, his baby's thrown off uh, the the great walls so Oof, that he could never have revenge. Uh, Cassandra is raped by a- Ajax the Lesser Yikes. in a temple right under uh, I forget whose um, statue. Now remind me again, Christian. Did did she have a gun at any time here? Just making sure. No. Yeah. There weren't any guns. Then so things, now things were rough. For so women. and things only kind of got worse for uh, Cassandra. Got worse than she was going to be. Her brothers being she killed was, and she, yeah, she's raped. She was being taken as a as a slave, but the the guy Ajax the Lesser he was not favored by the gods because of the desecration under the statue. Uh, he gets. She throws a lightning bolt. Whoever the goddess is, he falls in the water. Poseidon drags him under. He's dead. Oof. But guess who takes Cassandra instead? Don't tell me Agamemnon. Agamemnon. Oh, Agamemnon takes her, and he starts to actually kind of like her. And uh, Agamemnon's wife gets jealous, so she kills him. Her with an axe. Oh. And then later that night, when uh, Agamemnon goes to sleep, she stabs him through the heart. So after all of this. It's Agamemnon's wife that gets him. Yeah, Agamemnon's wife kills him. Uh, a bunch of tro- I guess we don't Trojans, Trojans escape. Um, most of them die. They, you know, uh, I think Helen is then reunited with Menelaus. They go back. He kind of, I guess, accepts it. What? Because <laughs> he's still uh, in love with her. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, right? She must have and, been pretty good looking. And then the next, the most beautiful. And then uh, the next 10 years is Odysseus's journey back. Mm. Um, I told you we weren't going to get into the Odyssey. Today. So the Odyssey is Odysseus's journey back, but final tally, uh, and this retelling of the Iliad, uh, Homer's Iliad by Mickey Gall has been brought to us, folks, by Ruby's Flowers, WI.com. That's Ruby's Flowers. I got to tell you, if you had taken a couple edibles that you could have gotten from Ruby's Flowers, WI.com, this last hour would have been probably fantastic. You would have been sitting here seeing the whole thing. You would have been able to, like, in such great detail, yeah. seeing Achilles and everything. Ruby's Flowers is a hemp company, but unlike a lot of hemp companies, they sell high THCA hemp flower that gets you the high, just like a certain funny-smelling plant. Their flower has been bred to have high high THCA, which is converted into Delta 9 THC when smoked, allowing their customers to enjoy a federally legal high from smoking naturally.
naturally grown legal hemp. No sprays or additives are applied. High THCA hemp flower is a solution for smokers who don't live in a legal state or are simply just tired of getting ripped off by large marijuana corporations and excessive government taxes. Ruby's Flowers gives you the freedom to get high by smoking a natural cannabis plant the way you want, legally, and for an affordable price. Right now, you can get eights of is that right you can get eighths of high tca flower strands like gorilla glue and granddaddy purple sent to your mailbox for 35 dollars on their website or only 25 dollars on their patreon with taxes and shipping included visit ruby's flowers wi.com that's r-u-b-y-s-f-l-o-w-e-r-s-w-i.com to check out their high thc flowers and other thc products you can find a link to their patreon on their website where you can subscribe to high quality thc products at on her of prices. Ruby's Flowers will not show up in the Patreon search bar as their products are those 18 and older. Ruby's Flowers, WI.com. So now, I want to know if Omri has any questions from the chat about my uh, my epic story. It literally is known as one of the two epics, right? Yeah. Homer's Epics. Homer's Epics. The next one is the Odyssey. They were very interested. Reckon it brought up one interesting point is that when the gods Lee Mount Olympus in the story itself it says that they take on like an animal form and uh, scholars think that that's uh, some early synchronicity with uh, um, Egyptian mythology that that's why uh, they ah, that's that. interesting that's interesting yeah they they did that when they wrote the story they did that to explain how the Egyptian gods are still real and still their gods very interesting huh. so so Alexander takes I don't know Egypt. enough about the Egyptian but Alexander too. His uh, his father was supposed was I think might have been Zeus as well, disguised as a snake. His uh, King Philip, his father, yep. found like the around the times he was uh, you know made that it could have been Philip or it could have been this snake that was cuddling with his wife. Interesting in bed. Uh, that's how Alexander the Great was made. And then, you know, I love how the old stories, it's it's uh, it's almost like today. You, the heroes are only as good as the villain. There can be no Philip if there's not any Darius or Darius. There's no, uh, there's no uh, uh, Leonidas, who I've been told is actually Leonidas. And, like, if you right. said it correctly, the name is Leonidas. But from 300, we know him as Leonidas. Yeah, I think Menelaus is, like, Menelaus. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Yeah. So these guys, you know, there's no there's no Xerxes unless there's, you know. Right. So um, in this regard, now, Homer is, this is, he's writing this from the Greek perspective. So these guys are heroes, right? Achilles is the hero. But it's interesting that there's a populist aspect to it where it's the people that the king forced to go to war are the good guys, not the kings themselves. The kings are still pieces of shit. Yeah. So they hated their politicians even 10,000 years ago. Yeah. Love to hear that. Now, where does this fall chronologically? This is before 300, obviously. This is before uh, the the Peloponnesian Wars. and. Yeah, I, I don't exactly know. Like, I, 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 think, I think this was after Hercules, or in the Greeks called him Heracles. Mm. Um, I believe before 300... And before Rome and all that shit. Well, for sure, yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it is interesting to me how much of Greek culture the Romans did assimilate. So much so, most people, um, well, if you've heard us talk about this before, forgive me for, for reiterating, but the the Roman elites did not speak Latin. They spoke Greek. Mm. And so they would train, they would, they would you know, their slaves that spoke Greek uh, were very, very highly coveted. And they spoke Greek so that their servants didn't know what they were talking about. 
uh, and the the servant class, the lower classes in in uh, Rome, they spoke Latin. Huh. So how Christianity was able to spread was it was known as a in a day after Easter here it was known as a uh, religion of the people, you know where where the old gods, the old you know the elite class they wanted the old gods, the Grecian gods, these pagan gods, where Latin. They would speak Latin, and then still to this day, Roman. Well, they had a, like a, like a lot of the same gods. They were just called different things, like like I think uh, like uh, Zeus was Jupiter and uh, Hera was Juno. Sure, and like they all like Neptune was Poseidon. And then, they, but that's the mon. You know, then they came into uh, yeah, it was poly, class with the monotheistic. Yeah. yeah, so that and even, but I, the point I was making was even still to this day, you'll hear Latin spoken. In Roman Catholic churches. Yeah. That's a traditional way. Traditional yeah. way. You know, omni patre, dispatri, spiritu santi, you know, all that other stuff. I, I'm fascinated by these things and how they still hold sway over our modern culture. I'm fascinated by how much of that story was real and how much was bullshit. Well, what do you take? What's your take on that in, in one minute or less? We'll, <laughs> we'll have to wait till uh, Friday for, for the wrap up on that. But I do want to. No, that's, pretty, that's that. pretty much that's That's it. That's the Iliad's over. And then the Odyssey starts. But I do want to I do want to do a little brush up years, on what's just, yeah. what's real and what's not. I'll do a little brush up on that for Christian here to our right. Is there anything else from the chat before we go? I think we got a minute. Uh, not right now. I'll save it for Friday. For Christian here uh, to our right, for Omri to our left, for all the gas digital people back home, and rubiesflowerswi.com. This has been Slick and Thick. Appreciate it. See you guys on Friday. Peace. Peace.